Real show, here we go. Real show, here we go. You know that it's gotta be that time, so this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance? Come on. You and I rocking out with Iron Man FE. You get the general's point of view on top of Roger's rants. Whenever it's happening out, we're putting the most minutes in. You already know what that's about. You know that win is win. Crush whatever's on task, check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp, let the bomb blast. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Champ of the Tramp, new episode up. We got my man Kevin Malice in the building. Kevin, uh, we go back, but he's the local guy, Manchester guy, which is one town over from Tom's River. Uh, Rutgers grad, played in the NFL, what, five years? Four years. Four years, Titans. Jaguars. Bears, Bears Jaguars. Bears yeah. and Jags. And now he works for Malca Sports, um, represents athletes, helps helps with my uh, career as well. Uh, but yeah, it's good to have you, man. Dude. So fired up to be here! I finally made it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, I was I was waiting for my, waiting by my phone to, to be invited. Like, Frankie gave me the go ahead. I was like, done. Didn't matter what I had. Clear the schedule. This is awesome, man. Fired up. Hell yeah, man! It's good to have you. And uh, you know, we've been kind of working together now for the past. Uh, for sure. You know, four, four or five, four years now, maybe. Yeah, about four years. Four years. Four years. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I, so, still, yeah. I still, I still, I still remember the recruiting pitch when we came in here. Uh, you had a lot going. You had a lot going on that day. Family was running all over the place. I remember. Oh, yeah. I remember for Pat to go through the uh, the entire pitch. I was doing yoga with your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to to kind of you know get her out of the way. You know, just so we could fully oh, yeah. pitch oh, you. Yeah. That was a fun day though, man. Yeah. What a fun memory. Yeah. And yeah, it's obviously a pleasure to be in your corner and yeah, and to serve you in any kind of way. So That's awesome. I appreciate yeah. it. So, so how how crazy were you going on his last fight? You, you, you obviously must have watched it. Of course, yeah. I right. mean, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. I, I feel like I'm going through the phases with him yeah. as he's like Same. walking out, Same. you know. But he, yeah. I mean, Frankie's obviously been through this a million times, right. and he's just so cool, calm, and collective. I'm probably way more nervous than he is, I just agree. like everybody else watching him. I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, just. I mean, just a ton of grace out there, man. Yep. Yep. I mean, Thank that you. was Thank you. that was unbelievable. Really I mean, was. I, and, I, and, I, and I've been getting hit up by so many different people. Uh, actually, yep. our guy Brian Daly at Showtime hit yeah, me up yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it was like, man, Frankie just looks so clean out there. You, you, know what you I mean? live in Tom's River now, right? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. it make you proud to be from Tom's River when he shouts out TR in the house, baby, at the end Dude. of every fight? I'm like, I'm fucking from TR. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. Tom's River. Now, nah, yeah, I, I claim Tom's River now. I live yeah, right by it. Tom's River North mm-hmm. High School. Yeah. So I'm right there. Yep. You gotta rep TR. I lived in Whiting for There's a bit. There's not many of us, but less is more. That's There's it. plenty of us. That's oh, it. you like that? Huh? Yeah, that, that is so true. That's some rap line I stole. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Speaking of rap lines, you got one on your stomach now. What? Shady baby, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The I most, the most shady. The most shady. Yeah, the most shady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I had to, I had to give a little ode to. Fight. I don't have any tattoos for fight. I mean, so I have some warriors. I have a gladiator, a samurai. But all my tattoos, I realized, have some type of meaning. Even the, the stupid ones I had. No doubt. Like, I'm sure, I don't know if you oh, feel Oh, I got some way. dumb ones. Yeah. I have some dumb yeah, ones, yeah. but they had a meet at, well, at some point in time, it had a meaning. Mm-hmm. I have a fucking panther on my back, right? It's on a cliff, and it has blue eyes. The fucking guy, <laughs> listen, the guy that tattooed me was actually, he's real, real well known. Wolf? Old man Wolf, I don't know, but he's no, no, no. he's retired. Old, old man Wolf sounds pretty wolf, legit. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I just call old man Wolf, but Dan, Danny Wolf, I don't know, whatever. Man. But yeah, he he was a legit guy. Mm-hmm. Like I wish he told me, like, yo, Panthers don't have blue eyes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh fuck it, they give me green, they, whatever they have. But it's got blue eyes. But hey, but my cousin had a Panther tattoo, so I was like, so that was what, my thing. So what's the meaning there? Like, do you got, no? The so meaning was the meaning was all right. Well, me and my, well, a bunch of wrestlers got it. All right, my uh, Jay Coleman. He, got, oh, he, wow, got, he okay. had a lion on a cliff. I yeah. got, and I, I was like, my cousin well, had a pants. Why is it always got to be on a cliff? I don't know, <laughs> yes. I don't know bro. That's why what I'm saying. <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, my cousin had a panther, so to me that was the meaning. Like he got a panther. It's a, it's a you were like, give me any animal, sure. just put like, it on a like, cliff. I was like, let me get a panther. As long as it's on a cliff, on we're a good. Cliff, on 
on a cliff. But it's actually done really well. Listen, it's a good tattoo. Anybody that but is, it's fucking a pants on a cliff. Anybody, <laughs> anybody that's got a lot of tattoos have some bad ones, man. Yeah, yeah. I did five sessions of laser therapy to get the worst one I ever had in my life on my arm lasered off, and then I went over it. But that laser shit, bro, oh, that sucks. That's ten times worse than any tattoo. When you did could you get, get. To that swastika, though? No, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Hey, at least he's not making gay jokes. At least now it's just racist jokes. That's close. It was, it was eggplant. No, <laughs> no the, the tattoo I had actually looked like a little bit like an eggplant. It was just kind of a black blob. I called it my black Why, blob. Why? Just bad artist. That's a long story, man. But I'll try to give you the short version. Is I had this this idea in my head. Well. One of my first tattoos ever was a tribal, and I always hated it. It was a half tribal; didn't even go all the way around, right? It was like it was like the Pamela Anderson one. So uh, <laughs> I think hers was barbed wire, but it looked similar. So uh, and I got it when I was like super young. So I went to my guy, my old guy, obviously not my guy anymore, and I um, already had started to sleep. But I was like, hey, listen, you know, can we can we make that tribal into like? the links of a motorcycle because I have on this arm I have man's ruin it's like all the things that will ruin a man women fast cars drinking gambling cheeseburgers right? ain't cheeseburgers cheeseburgers, cheeseburgers yeah. <laughs> cholesterol <laughs> got a panther on a cliff right here <laughs> so anyway I was like can we make that into motor so he took a pen and he sort of sort of hand drew it in and it looked like motorcycle links and then he starts tattooing well I just turn my head and I zone out every time I get a yeah, tattoo yeah. I turn my head I usually watch YouTube and I zone out when I turn back around bro it was like this black blob and I was like, whoa, wait, what? He's like, ah, it just wasn't coming out right, so I'm just going to like, bl- you know, blend it all. And I, and I was like, at the time, I, I should have been pissed, but what was I going to do, walk out? Yeah. So, dude, I, I rocked this. You remember it, right? Yeah. Jesse remembers it. I had a black blob on my arm <laughs> for probably eight, ten years, and I Jeez. just always hated it. And then I got hooked up with this, this, this doctor who had like a state-of-the-art laser, brand-new $300,000 machine. And offered to sort of do like a trade out, and I was like, "Cause this is expensive." What and was I was the, like, wait, what was the trade out? What'd you do for po- the po- post for? It was a girl, by the way. Oh, so oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, see, he went right from racist to gay jokes. Didn't take long. Smooth transition. Yeah, smooth, smooth transition. Yeah, he's good like that. <laughs> so um, yeah, she did. It. I'm sure she could get rid of that. You well, did, not did. the panther. Keep the panther. Get rid of the cliff. I was 15. Get rid of the cliff. I was, I was 15, by the way. I was 15. <laughs> yeah, I need more behind the cliff. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, need, I need a waterfall. Or, you got to come up with something. A rainbow. So, so when people ask you about waterfall. it, I should, I should do like a whole scene. Story. I should do a yeah. whole scene now. You, you actually yeah. should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be nice. It's like the jo- jungle book. It's like the jungle book. He's talking into a microphone that don't even work. So that faint sound in the back is Jesse talking <laughs> to the microphone. That fucking, that don't work. Everybody loves junk, drunk Jesse. Everybody. So. You have any tattoos, Kev? I don't. No. None? No, no, no tattoos. tattoos? Uh, actually, recently, I've kind of been thinking about it, but I have no idea what I would get before you guys yeah. ask. But, I, but, my, but my brother, my oldest brother, Bill, yeah. he's covered. Like right, he, right. He's, got, he's got tattoos everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I... Uh, I mean, I, I always wanted tattoos, but my kids were the easiest ones to get. So if that's what you probably do, you something with your for kids, sure. you know. That's a, that's those a are first those one. are no brainers. Kev, you, know? you got two two children. I'm two children. Two. Yep, a three year old and a three month old. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right whoa. in the mix. It's uh, it's challenging. It's good. This yeah. is like vacation being here. Yeah, right? yeah I was yeah. gonna say you don't three month old having a conversation over a drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's it's good. It's challenging. It's a blessing. No, my my son's great. He's just bouncing off the fucking walls. Right, he's all over the place. That's a boy's arm. And then and then working from home when he's around, I'm like. 
fighting him as I'm like going in and out of the Zoom. Like it's just a complete shit show. But you know we're making it work just That's like everybody else. And then the, the daughter's been great. She's awesome. Three months in, we have we have her on a nice schedule already. Oh, yeah, cool. So yeah, yeah it's, it's been daughters a smooth transition. Too, man. It's something different about it. Oh, you know? for sure. She already I can't can't yell. I, can't, I mean, I, my boys drive me nuts. <laughs> And they're eleven and ten. My daughter's six, but and my my daughter, I don't, I can't yell at her. I can't yeah. yell at her. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm already like, I could see that. Can tell I could totally see that. Yeah. No doubt. Like my, my boys, I'm trying to raise men. You know what I mean? So I'm like, listen, you little motherfucker. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're they're a handful. My daughter, though, she's gonna be a handful too. Don't, don't let her let, let her fool you. Now, are awesome. you guys are going back into the office yet? Nah, I've only been back once for a shoot up in Jersey City, but besides that, we've just been kind of working from home. You guys, I've only been there once, but a hell of a complex you have up there. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so it's so really none cool. of your like your 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 podcast, your in-studio stuff, not, nothing like that is happening up there now as well? Well, or? well a lot of it's being live streamed. So oh, okay, was, right, right, right. We were well, very well positioned during the quarantine yeah, to, yeah. Uh, you know, but go live stream from, the, from the, those studios? Yes, yeah, yeah. From, oh, okay. So, well, or someone's going into their houses, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever we got to do. Right. Uh, live streaming capability is very big in what we do, and right. And how we do it, yeah. Um, you know, all the smoke became live streamed. Oh, uh, oh below, really? Below the belt, yeah. They, they film that, in but California, they, but they right? film that out of our office in Santa Monica. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we were able to to stay out in front of that. We're lucky to do that. Good. And, um, but yeah, so people people in Jersey City were kind of just kind of we're out, everyone's just laying low from home, like yeah. doing what yeah. they got to do. And and my job specifically is just being out in front of the network, you know, talking to all different types of people. Um, you know, keeping our athletes and talent engaged in kind of creative yeah. ways, and so I can kind of do that from home. Even though I like going to the office, though, because you've seen it, Roger. Frank, yeah. Like it's 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 really cool. It's a good vibe. Very, like it, yeah. it's it's yeah. really cool because it, it shows everything what what we do and how we do it. Basically, right. you right. see like all the editors there, the graphic designers, right. uh, the salespeople, everyone running around, kind of coming together and making things work. So yeah. it's, that's Frankie, why Frankie and I were lucky enough. We got a quick tour one day, but uh, you've probably been up there many times. I got a quick tour one day, I should say, but very impressive setup. Melka Sports and uh, Jersey City. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate they, that. They kicked Roger yeah. out. Yeah, they did immediately. <laughs> they said, "Listen, Frankie's welcome to say, but you got to go." <laughs> that's not true. You're Frankie, Frankie and his Panther can stay. You. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go until you get a panther on a cliff yeah. you're good to go hey 60 percent of the time it works all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah sex panther absolutely absolutely so how's the quarantine mean for you guys you know just non-existent for roger <laughs> no, right <Shut laughs> oh true yeah no honestly it's really been i mean in the beginning it was for me and for him we, we even didn't we even shut down the, the podcast for for a couple weeks right and by we you mean you <laughs> Well, yeah, what? I mean, my wife shut the fucking yeah. podcast down. That's who shut it down. It was only for a week or two. And Listen, then I was like, week, oh. week one, I think everybody, everybody yeah. was like, yeah. holy shit, what is this? Nobody Everyone, knew what to think. Yeah. Week two, lying. sort of a few people started getting skeptical. Week three, by a month in, I was like, oh, no way. Dude. Come on, bro. Bro, hell, I'm, you know, I'm so fed up. But did you see the new, now, the, the new result? Yeah. You know, I th- the new result, and then you sent that video. They gave me another thing on the, the, the percentages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. seen the percentages with the CDC? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, we're, yeah, we're right. just talking about them. Yeah, yeah. how now? Now, and I'm just not trying to, again. I'm not trying to be insensitive, and people die. People could definitely die from this. It is a real thing, but it's definitely not what it's made. A very, a very specific group of people could die. A very specific. Now, group. now they said out of the 150,000 or 180,000 whatever people that died, only six percent died with just COVID. With just COVID. Yeah. The Comes other, COVID-19. the other 94 percent. Died with at least two and a half more comorbidities, and someone was trying to be like, "Oh, this no comorbidities means like shit that kills you." Right. Yeah, you know Correct. what I mean. So Correct. that that's why they died. Correct. Now, of that six percent that died from just COVID, yep. 
ninety percent were over the age were, of like were, seventy or were some were shit. advanced age yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. So then, what that means, like, dude. Yeah. So ninety. So ten percent. No, yeah. So ten percent of six percent. Welcome. You gotta to watch the, out. Welcome to the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Frankie's got all the stats. I yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, listen. <laughs> yeah. It's from CDC, bro. Well, look at look. <laughs> you see the video. Bro, you see bro. the video of Pelosi getting her hair done, dude. I mean, come on. Come on, man. Yeah, and listen, crazy. I don't care that anybody gets their fucking hair done. I don't the, care if anybody yeah, gets their hair done. But let them do it if you're going to do it. Exactly. That's the only that's the only fair thing. No special exceptions, man. Correct. Right. Can't be doing it. And then she's like, you know, I'm like, I'm not trying to be, you know, pick a side. But then she's like, they owe me an apology. What? Yeah. Dude, that's just crazy. Your you yeah, you shut small business down, put hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people in jeopardy of of losing their businesses. And then you say to them, they owe you an apology. Crazy. Come on. Dude. Come on. So yeah, the, let's cool. get off this shit. So you played ball for, for Manchester. Yep. What what schools were, what, were you, other than Rhino, were you hell-bent on Rutgers? Yeah, so I, I played at Manchester, um, born and raised in Whiting, where we were talking about before yep. Roger. Uh, and Roger's a fellow Whiting guy for three years. Yeah. Now. That's pretty yeah. big. What do, we call, what do we call us? Whitingers? What are, what are we? Uh, Whiting white, fellow? White walkers. Rare, rare, white walkers. White, white walkers. <laughs> rare, rare breeds, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Whiting's uh, 55 and older. Wh- Whiting, <laughs> Whiting is in like the Pine Barrens of Jersey, and it's kind of notorious no. for senior it, villages. Pine Barrens? Dude, yeah. it's, it's out. I would say it's Pine Barrens. Barrens. No, Pine Barrens. There's is a like, lot of pine trees. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot <laughs> of. Pine Barrens. I don't think it's the Pine Barrens. Though, All right, I don't know technically where the Pine Barrens line starts, Frankie. But well, hey, I'm pretty. I'm pre- listen, Mr. Fucking Facts Guy over here. Okay, you can't just fucking pick any line and say here. All right, this, this, this fair enough. Room. Fair enough. Do we have a? Do we want to pull up a map or? Yeah. Lou, Lou, yeah. Lou, Lou. All right. So there's Jesse's a lot of- talking into a fucking my hand. I ask Jesse. <laughs> So, so, so there's a lot of pine trees. A lot of pine trees, a lot of deer, and a lot of old people. You don't yes. hear about a lot of young people coming there, but coming from there. But I lived out there for like three years, and, and you did. Yeah. My, well, I, my I forget life. what years I lived out there. but the uh, years you got old. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it definitely ages you living out there. Dick. Um, no, I, I, I born and raised in so we went, let's, let's just. I just want to recap. We went to a racist joke, an, a, a gay joke, and now old jokes are rolling in. All Listen, right. fucking yeah. keep it tally because they're coming. They're, <laughs> they're coming. coming yeah. it's, still, it's still early, too. It's still very yeah. early in the yeah. podcast. Um, but, yeah, went, went to Whiting. Uh, went to Manchester High School right. where I was a three-sport athlete. Uh, I think the other sports helped me get recruited, to being a wrestler and a yeah. baseball player. And, uh, yeah, I chose Rutgers. My top three were UVA, University of oh, Virginia, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Syracuse. Oh, wow. Those, um, are, those are real good academic schools, too. Yeah, yeah, awesome schools. And at yeah. the time, they were playing really well. Uh, Syracuse was playing great football. UVA yeah. was playing great football, too. And uh, But the thing is, like, I just loved Rutgers, and yeah. I love Coach Chiano. He was there. He guy. recruited yeah. you? Absolutely. Uh, and that guy's... Cool. He's, he's got. Yeah, I met dude, him a few times. He's definitely got... Exactly, you know him. Great personality, you know. He just fired me up. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, he sold the yeah. vision. And, and mind you, like Rutgers at that at that time was terrible. Yeah. Like they, they didn't win any games. They had a a, tradi- a great tradition of losing. Yeah. You right. know, they're, they're actually, it's actually the oldest program in college football history. Yeah, then versus Princeton was the then, first game, right? First game, college football. Yeah, yeah so no, you're all over, Come man. On, man. Yeah, you're, you're, wow. you're fucking killing the Listen, stats he, right now. He likes to know facts. I give him. Right. I give the fuck. <laughs> yeah, you okay? love it. Right. Must be this peanut butter whiskey. Peanut butter whiskey's got you. What? Oh, you looked it up? Oh, wow. What were you saying about facts, my friend? Put a check on the board for Rod. But yeah, just Rutgers was just a great fit for me, and, and I knew where they were going and, and how they were doing it, and uh, just fired up to be there at the time, and it was a great time to be there. I mean, 
we, I played there from 05 to 08, and we won a lot of games when I was there. I went to four bowl games, won three. I played with three first-round draft picks. My recruiting class alone had about nine NFLers in it. Oh, wow. wow. So, yeah, my, it was uh, Ray Rice was in that class, Devin and Jason McCourty, uh, Tyco Underwood, Courtney Green, all NFL guys. So it was a uh, really good time to be there. It was, like, perfect timing. Wow. Wow. Very cool. But coming out of Manchester, though, it was, you know. Small school, w- right? Small school, yeah. and yeah. we didn't win a lot of football either. What, what is it? Uh, a group what? I think it was group two or th- maybe group two when I was there, but okay. we played a lot of Monmouth County schools right, and he used right. to beat the piss out of us. You know, it was like Long yeah. Branch, Middletown South, yeah, Red yeah, Bank, yeah. all these really good schools. Right. And it was tough going against them and competing there. But uh, luckily, you know, I was, we were able to make it happen. My senior year, we actually went to the playoffs at Manchester, first time in school history. Oh, really? And they've, oh, only, been, awesome. and they, they've only been back one other time. Really? So it's not oh, like a strong cool. tradition football yeah, school, yeah, but yeah. again, the other sports maybe helped me out. And yeah. I was very lucky to you know, grow up in the family I grew up in. I mean, all college football players. My my two brothers, older brothers, college yeah, football players, yeah. and my father was oh, a college wow. football player too. So, uh, it was Todd definitely. Frazier no has doubt. a similar story to that. Obviously, Absolutely. Todd was the breakout athlete of the family, but both brothers played, you know, professional. I, I think he had one brother that played like seven days in the, in yeah. the NBA, but still. Yeah, Todd's, you know. You know yeah. MLB, MLB. Yeah, MLB, yeah. sorry. MLB. So, so MLB. Todd, Todd was at Rutgers the same time I was. We were at Rutgers together. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, wow. And actually, we're, me and him, a fun fact, we're back-to-back Sullivan Award winners, which is uh, oh, the really? Sullivan oh, Award. Yeah. Is uh, the like the the Jersey Shore like best athlete of the year? Okay. And uh, Todd won it the year before me, and I won it the year after him. And then, oh, wow. then we went to Rutgers together. Yeah, so that's cool. cool. How, that's now, cool. I, I, how old are you? Uh, Thirty four. Wow. Were you Eric Legrand? Were you guys? Yeah, you yeah, were there so with I, him. Yep, I played two years with oh, Eric. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, just, what what an inspirational story that guy is, yeah. and how he, you know, what he could have done with what happened to him and the platform that yeah, he took and, and how positive he is and the message that he puts out there. What a great guy. I've been lucky enough to meet him a few times and just a great guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is what you see too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. he's yeah. every bit of it. Cause to yeah. me yeah. about those type of stories is like everyone sees him in the big moments. Like when he was in the SBs and right. you know, when he's like talking to, you know, celebrities and superstars, but that guy is consistent every single day. Yeah. It could be a yeah. fucking, it could be like June 2nd yeah. and it looks no different than his March 3rd. Yeah. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. And to me, that is like real mental toughness. I agree. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like being consistent day in and day out over a period of time. And I, I mean, that's you, Frankie, like yeah. you're, you're no, no workout looks fucking different to you. Yeah, you have no, the same yeah, approach yeah, in everything right, you do. Right. You walk, you walk in the octagon, you have that same approach every single yeah. fucking time. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it, you gotta be and, and, and guys just like show up and, yeah. and, and, and guys like Eric, like that's how he lives his life. Yep. So that's why it's real and genuine. What what he shows is very real and genuine, and he's he's an inspiration for a lot of people. But the spinal cord research community yeah. and and the well, spinal you know, cord research it, project, it's it's been great for. Them. We had uh, Scotty Kramer on. Yeah, and, dude. You know, I, was, I, I, I've seen he's him doing perform. great. You know, but like just he's being, being around him and and knowing being you know met Eric. I just, you know, I've also been to Walter Reed Hospital, you know, with a bunch of, you know, really banged up soldiers. For sure, yeah. It's just crazy how all, like, everybody I met, their spirit was not broken Mm -hmm. at all. And I just, like, man, I, you know, as fucking tough as everybody says I am in this set. Bro, I don't know if I can handle that, man. I don't know if I can deal with that. You know, dude, it's. I know damn well. I don't want to know. I don't want to find you, out. You don't. You, you know? don't want to. But uh, that, yeah. to me, but. that's the beauty of perspective. Yeah. Like perspective is yeah. like my favorite thing. I always talk about because <clears throat> you can learn from other people's experiences and everything they've been through Absolutely. without having going through it yourself. Right. And as long as it's impacting your life in a positive, in a positive way, way yeah, and, yeah. and it's making you a better person from it, yep. well, shit. I mean, that's what it's all about. So yeah. as long as you're learning and gaining that perspective, gain, educate, and be better. Man. Yeah. Like, to no, me, that. That is literally everything. Well, you know, you know, my brother, my brother has a spinal cord, right, right, a spinal yeah, cord yeah, injury. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. so my my brother Brian was a New Jersey State trooper, and he got hurt on the job my freshman year at Rutgers. 
uh, literally two days after my red shirt just got pulled. I played in my first game at Rutgers, UConn, at UConn. I'll never forget it. Against Donnie Brown, actually. Yeah, 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 I remember yeah, him yeah. running back yeah. at the UConn and being a first-rounder to the Colts. And then um, two days later, I get a call from Coach Giano saying your brother's been in a car accident. Come back to the office. I was on my way to class. A helicopter came and fucking picked me up from, from the school. No uh, way. Because my dad sent it. My dad's a retired lieutenant colonel in the state police. So no he had sent way. it. They thought my, they thought my brother was going to pass. Oh, my so God. So they're like, hey, can, can, you know, we got to get you here in the hospital right away in the oh trauma center. Camden helicopter picked me up and uh, went there. And, dude, it was like such a scene, man. My brother uh, was in a coma. Troopers everywhere. Uh, family members. Everyone thought it might have been Brian's last moment yeah. in life. You know what I mean? So wow. just be a part of that moment. He stabled out a little bit that night. And then I went back to school. Went to go back and play football. I didn't miss one practice because... You know, you can only control what you can control. Yeah, you know, I'm not, yeah, I'm right. not a doctor. I'm not going to cure Brian. Right. You know, right. but my job is to go to school and be a football, be the best football player I can right. possibly be right. for everybody right. else. That's right. my role right. in the family. Right. What we're doing, right. Right. You know? they probably catch your mind off it too. You know, oh, in, in a way, 100%. I mean, you've been, your mind's never completely off it, but at least. No doubt, and know? that's why and that's why Rutgers was such a great fit for me because I I had a lot of great friendships there to go back to be a distraction. Every coach from the, the strength staff uh, to Coach Chiano and the way they treated me around that yeah. entire thing, it was amazing. But, Rutgers has always had across the board great coaches, you know. Oh, yeah. incredible, incredible! Yeah. And then um, so, but my brother now, fast forward, he's doing really well. He's a quadriplegic, but he's doing really well. Head's completely there. Like we'll bust yeah, my balls yeah. when I walk into his yeah. house. You know, he has his own house in Whiting. No, another sure. Whiting got two yeah, miles, yeah, yeah, yeah. two miles from my parents' house. Wow. Yeah. So, dude, it's uh, it's it's. But again, perspective. Yeah. Like I like look at what my brother Brian goes through every day, right. day in and day out. Like, right. dude, I can't have a bad day. No. You know what I mean? No. I miss a tackle on no. the football field. Like, come on, like that. That's fucking yeah. nothing compared right. to what my brother. But goes that's every that's day. if you wake up every day like that, that's amazing. Because unfortunately for most of us, and I admit I'm guilty of this. You know, typically speaking, you'll have an experience in your life where you'll something like that will happen. Or I, yeah. I can name a hundred of them that have happened to me over over time. Caitlin being one of them. You you got you you met Caitlin. Um, and it profoundly affects your life. And then slowly, I don't want to say you distance yourself from it, but your everyday life, cognitively, you sort of forget, you know what I mean? And then you go into these moments where you sort of lose yourself and you'll find yourself, you know, maybe getting, and you'll be like, how, how a week ago did I, was I just lucky to be alive and lucky to have a roof over my head, but now here I'm, I'm getting, you know, upset over something that's so yeah. mundane and so silly, and so, so you have to keep that constantly in the in the forward thinking of your mind. You do, you really do, and um, and, and realize every day how lucky we are. You know what I mean? It is all about perspective, but it's hard to keep that in your forefront it every is. day. It and is. if you can do that, you, you've got it made. You know, yeah, so, for sure, it gives you a tremendous yeah. advantage. No, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. But yeah, so and then I uh, played at played at Rutgers. You know, for those yeah. four years. Uh, which again was was wild because my brother got hurt at that time my freshman year, uh, and I played through all that. He was in a coma for about six weeks. He eventually woke up. Uh, then he went to Kessler, which is where yeah, Eric did yeah. his rehab. Yeah, so yeah. Well, they're famous there. You know, yeah, Christopher, Scotty Kramer was Christopher, there. Christopher, yeah. Scotty Kramer, absolutely. Yeah. Like all those guys were. That, Kessler's one yeah. of the best facilities yeah. in, in the country. You know, right. as far as what they do and, and how they rehab these guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know, I had a great four years at Rutgers. I was very blessed to, to be there at that time. Yeah, yeah. great school, man. So, Good so you, you graduated from Rutgers before you, before you went to the NFL. So no, actually, I, I didn't finish because like I was, I thought I was gonna have that extra year from redshirting, but it got randomly pulled because a linebacker went down that was in front of me. So I was supposed uh, to redshirt, like I didn't play to like literally like the fourth game of the year, my freshman year, which kind uh, you know, yeah, which yeah. kind of sucked because I was just planning on redshirting, but right, right. but I still got to be thrown in the mix though at, at a very fun time because that was Coach Chiano's first bowl game. Yeah. That was for like him to finally break through and become uh, bowl eligible. Cool. Yeah. And we played uh, in the Insight Bowl against Arizona State my freshman year, and it was like a, 
awesome game, awesome experience. You'd have thought we were playing in the fucking national championship, yeah, though. Yeah. These Rutgers fans were dying for this moment. Mind you, years of losing, of getting like absolutely right, right, pounded right, right, right. Yeah. every Saturday. And like now fans like have something to root for. Yeah. They, they traveled incredible. Like 25, 30,000 fans went out there yeah. for that game. It was nuts. And uh, yeah, just a, a fun time to be there at that time. And, um, you know, I'm playing through it and, and having that like, you know, playing for my family while Brian's yeah, rehabbing yeah, and getting yeah, better. Yeah. Uh, but um yeah, I graduated right after my rookie year in the NFL. Okay. So I didn't finish, and I came back uh, after that season of 09. I ended up graduating in 2010. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the spring of 2010. <clears throat> now, and then you went to the Titans right right from? So Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago Bears was the yeah, fir- yeah. first team yeah. I went to. I was a... Uh, I was an undrafted uh, free agent there, so I wasn't. So I wasn't a draft pick. It's funny you you say Chicago Bears and what you just talked about because when I when I was a kid, I grew up in Maine, grew up in New England. So of course, New England was my mm-hmm. team, but they sucked. I'm 45 years old, so when I was a kid, they sucked. The Patriots are terrible, and they man. finally made it to you know the Super Bowl, and they played the Bears and got fucking smoked <laughs> yeah. in the Super Bowl. But then they they became an elete team. You yeah, know? when you moved out, and of now yeah, shut there. up, Dick. <laughs> So, you know, when I say, you know, when people ask me, like, who's your team? And I, you can't say New England and Jersey. I'm, I always say, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a diehard football guy, but New England's always going to be my team. You know what I mean? Everybody hates Tom Brady down here. But when I was a kid, they no, fucking the sucked, Brady, man. Oh, they sucked. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I, I a different story now. Right, I mean, the Patriots right. are killing it. But yeah. I know, I kind of know that Northeast area a little bit. My mm. brother, my oldest brother, played linebacker in New Hampshire. Okay. So, like, you know, Portsmouth, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. whole area. It's and all the same, same up there. Yeah, it's all the same, right? That's actually one big state. New Hampshire, Maine just flows right into Clean the air. <laughs> Clean air. <laughs> Clean air. <laughs> Not many girls. But you can get yourself a big elk or a moose, maybe. <laughs> the consummate hater. <laughs> now, I want to go up there, man. I, I want nature, bro. I, need, I fucking feel like I You know what I want to do this winter? I tried to get you to go last winter. You're like, how long a ride is it? It was like 10 hours. You're like, I'm out but i i, I want to get you to go snowmobiling this i want to go i want to go definitely. for a weekend you got to do it for a weekend you I'm can't down. commit to I'm a 10 hour yeah, ride no, 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 yeah. and not go for the weekend yeah, yeah, but we'll yeah, go with yeah, my I'm cousin down. he's hardcore sledder hardcore and um i got an extra sled we'll, we'll just put fucking champ in a tramp podcast yeah yeah that's amazing that's amazing <laughs> but yeah chicago i was in chicago nine and ten and then i was in tennessee 11 and 12 but but you know going to chicago as a free agent linebacker I mean, that was a you know tough place to go because you have two all pro linebackers and oh, Erlacher, right? Brian Erlacher yeah. and Lance Briggs were on that team, oh, and they're wow. both you know all pro. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of great players on that yeah. Chicago Bear team yeah. that I went to, but uh, but playing with those guys was just an now. What like did you did you play alongside them and yeah they, yeah they help you out? Are they cool guys? Or how was football? They were great. Yeah, were awesome. oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and that team that was Jay Cutler's first year there oh, too yeah, in '09 yeah, yeah. when he just got traded from Denver. Uh, Greg Olson was on that team. Charles Tillman. There's some like really good players. Julius Peppers came, went there in 2010. So you have like a bunch of like yeah, legendary yeah, players. Yeah. But Erlacher, he was awesome, man. He really he took care of me when That's I was cool. out there. And Lance Briggs was really cool too. He was he, Lance Briggs actually came out to one of those uh, Darian Barnes uh, All Star games. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, really? yeah, yeah. yeah. And we played in it together, right? Okay, right yeah. in Seaside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Actually, I think the year before you played in it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we did it. Yeah, no, I no. did it a couple times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some fucking cop. Fucking blindsided me one time, bro. Dude, I, I wanted to fight him, but I wanted dude, to fight those, him, bro. Really? Those, those cops, they, they had a point to prove in, in that game. <laughs> no, <I know. laughs> no, they do. Did they have plays? They're fucking calling plays and shit. Yeah. I'm like, bro. I was caught off guard, too. Yeah. 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 I was like, uh, it's yeah. like a friendly, it's friendly game, yeah, right, guys? Yeah. I was like, they're bringing the heat, man. I mean, it's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, I was like, yo, let me know if you guys need to learn martial arts. I'm coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, different scenario. That's good. Oh, real quick before I forget. We got to mention... Uh, so we got we got some new artwork in here this week. We haven't hung it up yet, but this is fresh in 
from our boy Chris Sweeney. Yes, sir. Down in Florida. Just sent this up to us. Thank Does you, some Chris. amazing That's sick, art. Dude, dude. But That's uh, nice. yeah. We're going to get that up on the wall. He does, uh, you know, a lot of wall art, basically. A lot of, uh, you know, what are they, when they, uh, graffiti, graffiti art, graffiti. I guess they call it, right? Yeah. Right. But hang on. Let me shout out his, uh, his IG. Missing a panther in that, uh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the only thing that's lacking. You're right. You go, you go panther on a cliff and. <laughs> and really bring it all together. You need glasses, Rod? No, I had it. I lost it. Anyway, go ahead there, Frankie. I'll pull it up when I oh right here. So it's uh CR Sweeney one. C R Sweeney one. That's his Instagram if you want to check out Chris's art. He's a local guy that actually moved yeah. to Florida, so check him good out. Yeah, good stuff. Is he a Tom's River guy? No. I don't know if he was Tom's I, River, but he's local. He's a Jersey yeah. guy, yeah. Nice. It's really good. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we if you could uh, out of the three teams, what was your your best place to play, you think? Uh I would say Team wise, I mean, probably like football. Say football wise, for like like football. Football. See, the, the the thing that was tough about my career is I never I never played on a winning team. Like, right, and, and right, I never right, went to the playoffs right. or yeah, anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, we yeah. just missed the playoffs in Tennessee when I was there in two thousand eleven, I think. Right. And uh, yeah, it was. You know, I, I would say the city of Nashville is awesome. Man. I couldn't agree with oh, that statement more, dude, bro. Nashville, one of my one of my favorite uh, cities to go to. It's awesome by far. Yeah, Nashville I, 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 is. One of the greatest places. Super yeah. friendly. Yes. Tons I, of stuff to do. I had a blast. Weather's yep. pretty good. I had a blast out there. Yeah, it was a, it was a great time being yep. out there. And I then, went uh, there for, oh, wait, I think, Ricardo fought. I went out to, to, to one of his fights. Oh, right at the Bridgestone Arena, probably? Right right on Broadway? Yeah, is yeah, it, is yeah. it one, the spot right on Broadway? Yeah, I mean, I think it's right in the middle of town, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's where, it's where the hockey team plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Place, yeah. yeah. That's where, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that place is amazing. I would say Nashville as a city was a blast. And I had a lot of really good friends in that team okay. too uh, that, that were close relationships. I actually played with two other Rutgers guys in that team too. So that was that made it really yeah, special. Yeah. Um but you know, pl- playing with a guy like Erlacher, I mean, when I was in high school, like that was the guy you looked up yeah, to. Like yeah, he's yeah. like a legend, you know, in the NFL. He's already a Hall of Famer. Right. Uh so, you know, I found wins in bo- in both sides. Yeah. And it was just a blast. But to play in Nashville with two teammates from Rutgers, Kenny Britt, who's a first round pick, and then Jason McCordy still plays at the New England yeah, Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to his be with bro- they bo- his brother played with twin stuff? twin brothers and it was pages. Yeah, so such a great success story. Crazy, and those man. guys are just complete hammers in all areas of their life too. Yeah. Right? They're awesome, man. They're great people. And um, they actually just got a, a le- both got elected captains for the Patriots this year. Oh, just wow. recently, yeah, today. And uh, so it was cool to play with those guys on that team too. So that was yeah. that was a blast. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's really cool. Damn, they're both captains. They, I, I figured they might as well just pick one and just switch them out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. give, give each a break. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that team's loaded with talent, you know, and that should be interesting to see what Brady I was going to say, it's going to be interesting right? to see what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, Cam, yeah. You got Cam. Yeah. Now I hear, like, Belichick's like, well, he, but isn't he a defensive guy, Belichick? Yeah, he's right. a defensive yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's a great coach. I'm a big fan of him in the, in the way he does things. And, um, yeah, I, think, I mean, he wins for a reason. Yeah. I mean, he really does. Yeah. You know, well, obviously he, has to, right? It, 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 I he, mean, he has good players around him. I think people are unselfish. Obviously, Brady not taking much money, so he could bring certain players in for sure. They think, definitely got a good, a absolutely. good like uh, culture over there. That's like, what it is. You know what and, I mean? and the thing is, like, he has the credibility to be an enforcer there too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, to be honest, in the NFL, it's hard to come in guns blazing. You know, if you're and, not and, proven exactly yeah. like telling guys who make more money than you. You know, like what, what to do yeah, and how to do it. Right, you know what I mean? Right. It, it, you're more of managing personalities at that at right. that level. You're not going to reinvent cover two and defenses and things like yeah. that. But you got to be able to, you know, manage these personalities and get them to play for you because right. you don't want to lose a locker room at, at that yeah, level. Right. Because I've, you know, you, you see teams where like guys have great talent on it and they're obviously not winning. There's there's definitely a lot of inner issues there with yeah. amongst the team. But I'm you know, sure. he has. 
he has a plan in place, man, that, that works so well in that program. And it's fun, it's really fun to watch. And I watch him closely because Dev and Jay are clients too. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I follow the Patriots all the time. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't, uh, does, does one of Jones' brothers play for the Patriots still? He did. He yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. He might be in Arizona now. I'm not Ar- sure where Arthur, he's. right? Arthur, is Arthur or not? Oh, oh, Chandler. 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 He's one of the best, all right? Dude, he's, one of the best he, he's, he's right awesome. Yeah, yeah, great great pass rusher. He's Yeah, he's incredible, man. He's a super talent. How about and, that uh, family? Jeez. Yeah, some uh, pretty good genes there. Yeah, yeah it's uh that's very special. You know, two NFL players, and obviously, you know, John's John, yeah. just an absolute animal. Have you have you come across him in a lot of ways, or John? Yeah, early in my career, okay, I a bunch of times. Um, super, oh, everything's been cool. Which, I was gonna say, what's your impression there? Because I, I feel like there's a lot of mixed feelings. I, this, I was the champ. Oh, when I first hung out with him, I was a champion. He was wasn't. Oh, really? He was, was he like be, up and coming at that time? Yeah, I mean, we knew he was gonna be a beast, a le- yeah. legit, you know, super but, athlete. But you know, he was super nice, man. He really was. Every time I, I've talked to him. Even like yeah, like uh, even when he was the champion and, and like this proven dude, I remember one time I was fighting somebody. I can't, but I remember him like I'm, I'm about to go my walk and he came. Yeah. And I was like, show, show, you know, like he had to say it to me like, yo, show him who you are, man. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that was, that was cool. You That's know pretty I mean? cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 What, what kind of like I mean, I'm I'm super like impressed with like Frankie and your preparation as far as like leading to a fight. Like, I mean, what are you actually doing at this point in your career, like to get ready for a fight? Like literally. Three four hours before the fight, what are you doing? Oh uh, well, I'm I'm taking usually. I mean, like I, this is my routine at, at pretty much all the time. Obviously, a little different with this COVID shit, but For you know, sure. I still pretty much did my same routine. But a couple things are different. So I wake up in the morning, I eat breakfast, and I usually eat breakfast with my team. We usually all go out somewhere. My team, including like all the corners, and then like my parents, yeah, my wife. My, For well, sure. I, this time, this time I couldn't do that. Absolutely. But um, so I wake up, eat breakfast. And then I go back to the room, chill out. We just chill out with my team, bullshit. Uh, and then we usually go to the arena we're fighting in. Okay. That's what I like to do. I like to go in the cage, do my yep. my, my one run through. It's kind of like just a blowout, you know, yep. like a twenty minute workout. Just mm-hmm. do my warm up, rip some pads, do some technique, you know, get my heart rate up for you know, sure. Get a t- little tired. Yep. And then shut it down. Come back to the hotel room, chill with my you know team, everyone. I usually have a, a fucking big ass meal. I eat one huge meal. And then take a nap, two hour nap. But you know, I don't know if I really sleep that much. For right? sure, I'm fucking thinking about the fight. I was gonna say, yeah. But I definitely, I definitely fall asleep. I'm in like that sleep state where I'm up, I'm a little nervous, I'm yeah. sleeping. I'm, you know what I mean? For sure. And then I wake up. This is after weigh-ins. This is no, this is fight day. Fight day. Okay. Yeah. So you're about to knock someone the fuck out, and you can like take a little nap. Before yeah, you? Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I would have a hard time yeah. doing that. Yeah. No, a but I, sleep is tough because you, know, you start. <laughs> what I do is. This is what I, I what I do is I try to think of my kids that whole time. True, yeah. I try to think of my kids' faces, and I'm able to sleep. And that relaxes. It, but it goes. It, it, it's tough though. To keep control, you know, control your thoughts is not easy, right? Dude, yeah. So then, of course, I'll be sleeping. And I'll start thinking of technique, and my, you know, my heart rate is to get up a little bit. And I'm like, fuck, I can't fall asleep. And I, boom, I go back to my kids' faces, and I'm able to fall asleep a little nice, bit. Nice, yeah. You know? Wow, that's. But then, then I wake up. My boy Chris usually brings me a coffee. We chill. And get the call. I'm like, all right, car's here. Let's but go. you can have a big meal too before you fight. Like that's the one. I don't. I have it at you. like honestly. I have it. Say I fight at nine. I I'll have it at like three o'clock. Gotcha. You know. Gotcha. Yeah. And then I like process. to fight when I'm on an empty stomach. I don't know. Really. I'll, I'll, what I do is I'm pretty empty. I want to eat. I don't eat till I go to the arena. I have a banana, and then I'm good to go. No doubt. So how did you feel at the new at the new weight class? Did you feel? I felt no different than than really? at 45. Yeah. 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 I probably I, mean, fought, I fought probably at 49. I think I used to fight at like 51, 52 at 45. For sure. You know, so I'm almost fighting at similar weight. It's know? crazy a body comparison at that, like watching yeah, you fight yeah. like someone similar inside. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's. Yeah. Well, he was especially, you know, some guys are a little bit taller. Yeah. Even at, at 
35. For sure. But yeah. he was definitely more more my size, you know. Dude, yeah. no doubt, man. And I saw Steve was out there with you. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah so we, we go way back. So, like, I know Frankie, you know, like, like for a while now, like, growing up watching him wrestle locally. And then uh, I know Steve Rivera very well. Right. And the guy, all the guys that are lead and yeah. all great people, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I, was, good, I, was, I was just talking about this with Pat the other day, like, how impressive it is <clears> to see that, you know, group of guys that you have that have been by you since day one. And they still are there. Yeah. Like, it you really know, is. You, you know? see a lot of people like coming in and out. And trust me, like being in the NFL, I see a lot of entourages. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all different yeah, types yeah. of entourages. People hanging on, you know, and want to be a part of it when, when you're playing. And then when you're transitioning out, all of a sudden they don't want to be around. Um, but like you got a really special group of people. Well, guys, and guys like Chris Ligori, Mark Lee. Yeah. These guys have full-time jobs. I mean, yeah. and Chris lives in a different state. Yeah. And he's he's Chris here is a good all dude too. the time. Mark's really good a great dude. guy. Yeah, you know, I, that's such a, a those, good group they, of guys. Like man. honestly, I've been, like, around, yeah, well. I've been around these people since day one, and mm-hmm. that's just who I am. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I don't think of myself as for a, sure anything. I really don't. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if people like it's it, it's funny because I'll see people that think I'm something, and I treat them. I treat everybody the fucking same, mm-hmm. and people are like. Almost like they get taken back by it. I see. And I'm like, oh man, I don't think I'm fucking. I'm, I'm nothing. You know what I mean? I'm just like everyone else. You it, know? Is, it, yeah. it, it is impressive to watch, man. And it's an absolute standard that any fighter should be following or any athlete in general. I mean, you look at the there's following. Two, there's, sort of, the, there's sort of two theories of thought on that, though. And we've talked about it. I agree with you 100 percent because it's how I was raised. Sounds like how you were raised. Yeah. I agree with you. And and he can't picture himself any other way. But these guys that come in, the Sean O'Malley's, the yeah. Conor McGregor's, that I mean, they talk their way into million-dollar fights. But, 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 you know what I mean? And I agree. But like, you know, so you sometimes it. I almost I almost wish like he was a shit talker. Yeah, but now yeah. Conor McGregor know? is the only one that talked himself into that money. That's about it. Like really, Sean O'Malley's been talking, but see. Connor, Connor lived up to the hype. He's fucking telling what telling people what round he's gonna put. Well, Chael, put Chael got an Anderson Silva fight. You know, yeah, uh, no, talking shit. Yeah, but he won. Yeah. He won fights to get yeah, there yeah, too. Yeah. But like you know, you got that guy Sugar Sean talking all his junk. I'm undefeated. Like bro, uh, like yeah. you got kicked in the leg, <laughs> packed it in. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and then you're saying you're undefeated still. Yeah. Like you can't. You know, you can't do that. People, yeah. I think, are gonna be like, ah. I'm not. I'm not pulling his. Card. What do you, what do you think, gonna, what do you think about him? Out his fight, fight style. I think he's good. I think he could be good. Do I yeah. think he's we're, we're as good as he thinks he is? Not yet. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Dude, it but, takes a while, yeah. man. He's it not. You know, while. he hasn't fought anybody ranked really. I, this guy Cheeto's pretty good though. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and the guy, you know, he kicked him good in the ankle, and that was that. Yeah, yeah. and that's and then he fucking had part. to have like this, you know, big drama show afterwards. Yeah, and that's part of it. Like, yeah, you know. Your leg wasn't strong enough. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's all part of the fight. It really is yeah, all part of the yeah. game. There's no reason why you lost or you either lost or you didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. plain and simple. Like, Correct, yeah. I mean, that's the way That's the way I feel about it. Don't make excuses. Yeah, you, you know? can't. You that's can't. that's what I've always appreciated. I'm biased, of course, but I've always appreciated that. He tells his kids that. Don't make excuses. Yeah, you know what no, I mean? Yeah, no, so. you can't. I can't. And that's why, like, you know, even, like, bro, I, there's fights that I lost that I thought I won. And you know, I've said I I've said in interviews if someone asked me, did I think I went? Yeah, I did. But did I go out there on fucking social media there and cry and complain? No, because yeah, yeah. I say my style. You know yeah, what I mean? no, and trust me, a lot of people see that and recognize it and respect it. Yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely special to see, and uh, it's a prototype of again what any athlete I think should be approaching it that way. You know, because like, he's got the eye of the jaguar. Exactly. It's <laughs> obviously it's the, the jaguar panther, tattoo yeah, panther, gives him the, the power to. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, the Panther, same thing. Roger, you're a pretty big guy, though. Like, <laughs> you play some high school football? I mean, uh, see, I, that's like the, the that, thing, that like, is probably the most, because we have a lot of athletes on, and they all, that's like the most asked <laughs> question. I wish I could say, yes, I was a fucking all, but I grew up, A, I, I, I was not big in high school. I was a skinny, tall guy, but I grew up in such a you small. You skinny? I was skinny, yeah. Bro, I was so, so skinny. skinny. Yeah. Skinny? Really? So skinny, give me, yeah, yeah. Give me a weight. How, how much did you weigh? Well, I graduated high school at maybe... 
185, 185, 190. And you, were, and you were this height? I'm like, 250 right now, but I didn't, I didn't put any size on until I came to Jersey. And I didn't even pick up a weight. Well, the closest gym to me, this will give okay. you some idea. I grew up in a tiny little town called Cherryfield. The closest gym to me was a YMCA in Ellsworth, which is a solid forty-minute ride Jesus. from me. So, and that Surprise it was a YMCA. To to YMCA. So, um, yeah, that was that was. The, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's get the eye of the panther over there. So, um, yeah, I didn't put on any size until I came to Jersey, and I'll be a hundred percent honest. And I've talked about it on here. I did it because the, all the girls down here like guys that look like you. Yeah. So I was like, if I don't, if I don't join a gym. Nobody, no, none of these hot chicks are gonna want to talk to me. So yeah, I put, you know, I put fifty pounds on living in Jersey, and uh, uh, don't look at me now. I haven't been to a gym. It's actually, I just went back on Monday because nice. they opened. But wait, 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 welcome okay. back. Okay, today's Thursday. Yeah, you went back on Monday. Yeah. have you been back since? I have. Oh, yeah, that's good. Absolutely. Then. What are you talking about? You made it seem like yeah. you didn't. That's I went to. Good. I went right before. I had to cut oh, my workout great. off early to make it here. That's so, great. Yeah, yeah. Then. What are you doing? You're doing all right. Yeah, buddy. Oh, I'm doing. Good, I'm back. I'm here to motivate. I'm back. I'm back. All this shit talking I'm doing. So anyway, fucking motivate. Long story. Long story short, we didn't have. I went to a tiny little school, seven towns to my high school and it was such a small school we didn't have big money sports so we didn't have football we didn't have hockey we didn't have anything we had the basics and i played those up yeah. until my junior year and i was decent i was what, baseball what, what baseball would have been, oh, been my baseball? sport baseball would have been my sport i had a good arm on me um pitching so that would have that pitched? yep pitch nice. that would that that would have been if i had to pick a sport that would have been my sport but i got to be a junior I wanted to buy a car, a nice car. My dad wanted to give me a piece of shit car that my grandfather owned. It was an Eagle Rambler, if you know what that is. I don't, but it it's a wood paneled station wagon that's four wheel drive, if that oh, gives you any well, idea that, what that, it is. Well, so, okay. No girls, no girls would have ever if gotten this car. You're going to the beach with a surfboard, man. But I wanted to buy my cousin Chevy Tahoe. My cousin was a lot older, had a Chevy yep. Tahoe. He was a cool guy and, you know, had a cool tinted out. Che- and I wanted to buy it. My dad said, okay, quit sports and start working every day after work. You know, my dad wasn't going to give it to me. Yeah. So I did. So yep. I, I had to quit sports, so yeah, that's sort of my story. I was a decent athlete, but we didn't have pedigree sports. You know what I mean? So, God, hell of a nice yeah. fisherman, though. How many? Yeah. Kids, how many kids in your high school? Uh, uh, most asked question. Another one. Um, seven towns went to my high school. I graduated with three hundred three hundred fifty kids in the entire school. Fifty two kids, I think, in my graduating class. Something like that, yeah. Crazy, yeah. right? See, that's yeah. where the and men. Thought, that's where the I men are men, and the bad. sheep are scared up there. <laughs> I thought whiting was bad. You know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of growing up in that, like it right. felt like whiting felt like the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, you no, know what I mean? But no. I, wow, that's a uh, yeah, a small town experience. living, and not many people leave. A lot of a lot of people are oh. fishermen, lobster fishermen. I didn't grow up in that industry. My dad owned a small oil company up there, and that's sort of what I still do to this day. But uh, so I didn't grow up in that industry. But a lot of friends. You know, right on the For the sure. main coast. A lot of my friends are lobster fishermen, or work on the water in some way. And um, yeah, I love going back there. I love going back to visit. So, oh, cool. Is there a lot of light pollution, or, or not much? Right, probably not much. Right, P- pollution in general. You mean light light pollution? Like, can you see crazy stars? Up oh there? my god! It's gotta be nuts, Didn't right? I tell you the story? I told you the story. My girl Danielle, right? She can't breathe for shit. She's addicted, which is horrible. To nas- nasal spray, yeah, right? So good, she but used, I agree. She's no, like no, a, I think she, it is she looks addicting. like she looks like a crackhead using this stuff all the time. Doesn't have I took her to Maine. <laughs> I took her to Maine, and the entire Frankie's weekend today, she boy. never used it. She never touched it. She's like, I can breathe so clear up here, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you'll never see more crisp, clear nights up there. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could see that jaguar on your back from a mile away up there. Yeah, it's. I'm gonna take Let's you go. up there Let's and go. Uh, go snowmobiling this winter. No, I'm down. I'm Don't back out though. You're no, the king good. of backing out. I'm good. I want to fight in December and we'll go right after that. Okay. 
right. It's perfect timing, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't get good snow to like January. You know, is there so. is there mountains in Maine? Mount Snow is Mount Snow in Maine? No, but there's no the only Sunday River. Sunday River, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a skiing yeah, mountain. What but, do you mean? Yeah, yeah, I've been there. But the probably the better known one is Sugarloaf. That's better known. That's than, in Maine. In Maine, Sugarloaf. Sugarloaf's pretty well known. But and, um, and Mount how, Katahdin. How close that to you? Sugarloaf, it's um, two hours, maybe, really? something like that, yeah. If I go, I'm going to make like a little snowboarding trip out. Yeah, sure, know. sure, sure. Um, definitely you, do you do snowboard or ski? No, I skied. I, I was lucky enough to ski the Alps and stuff when I was Alps. in high school. Yeah. Wow, yeah. look at oh, you, wow. bro. Yeah, yeah, my dad, it's my, cultured. I went, I went uh, stayed in... Cultured yeah, over here, this guy. <laughs> stayed in Austria, and then, uh, you know, we, we the mountains are right there, and the glaciers are right there, so we skied, and we did a bunch of day trips, you know, in nice. Europe. It's Lauderhosen? Like, yeah, Lederhosen, Lederhosen, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, um, so wait, why, what, you went there for like a high school trip? No, my my father, part of his his business uh, that he was in is um, he sold enough product that the company he bought from every year took my dad and my mother on a trip every single year. So they did it for like twenty years, and then they got divorced. So then he was like, "Oh shit, I'll take my kid." So he took my sister one time on like a cruise, and then he took me to Austria wow, one year. Cool. So yeah, shit. it was cool. Right. Yep. So when's the last time you skied? Years, bro. Come years. On, been years. Dark. Been Come years, yeah. Come on, I never bro. Been. Never? Been never years. Been. What? Never skied, snowboard, nothing. Dude, what? Wow. Never been. You're missing out. I know. Jesse, I know. you definitely do something, snowboard. right? Yeah, there you go. I like, yeah. I like... Listen, I don't get to go often because I'm always in training. I don't want to get hurt, but... I mean, I've been snowboarding since I was 13. I'm not, not good. Every year... I literally take years off and then go back because of fighting and whatnot and wrestling. And um, oh, I didn't realize you were like, a snowboarder. I'm not a big snowboarder. Well, no, you got, no, you got, no. you're pretty passionate about it. I didn't realize you're. No, no, I'm just saying. I, I just think you should. You know, it's why not? Well, yeah, for sure. What the I, fuck? It, it, that's uh, which 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 one's harder, skiing or snowboarding? I, I, th- I think snowboarding's harder. I, well, I heard it, it's it's. Wait, what was it? Oh, it's easier to learn to ski, harder to learn to snowboard, but easier to get good at snowboarding, harder to get good at skiing. Does that gotcha. make any sense? So short term versus long term, yeah, depending yeah. on the. Uh, yeah, there you go. I think that's what it I sounds. I, I've sounds honestly, legit. I've never skied. I've never <laughs> skied. I've snowboarded. Sounds legit. And I'm not good, Frankie. You realize you could have said literally anything right there. Yeah, I would have been like, yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But you should go again, Rod. I, I, if I did, you should, choose, you should fucking. I should this, is, this is this is sort of the way. This is sort of the way I look at it now. Is you've got a little experience snowboarding, right? So you've done it a fair amount of times. No. So you're gonna, if I okay. go, I'm going to go maybe once. Let's say this winter, if we go, okay. maybe once next. I'm going to do what I already know. I'm going to I'm going to go Ski, skiing. Yeah, of yeah. course. I'm not going to yeah, pick yeah. up snowboarding no, to go I'm once not a year. Saying that. My yeah, wife skis. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. We we go on the same lift. It's all right, buddy. All right, buddy. Don't be ashamed. You got fucking ski poles. Don't be ashamed. Listen, you're already showing me up with tattoos i don't have a jaguar <laughs> you got something bro. come on you got something I'm you sure. probably got something in the mix there yeah yeah i'm true. sure there's some type of feline on there uh-huh. there was a black blob for a while black blob black blob yeah, yeah. the pussycat no. yeah. <laughs> oh man so so then how'd you go from football to malca yeah that's yeah. what i was gonna ask that was no, my for question sure. um so yeah again four years in nfl you know I, i've done pretty much everything in the nfl i even went through the 2011 lockout when they went through all that and came back and played and then uh um, i've been cut released practice squad active uh which has been again a tremendous experience played a lot of great people a lot of great players got to know a lot of coaches and scouts too along the process which adds to my network and kind of what i do now right mm-hmm. um and then i took my first job at a foot. So here's the thing. Like when I was done playing football, I was 
lost. Like I was very lost. It was a very difficult time in my life. I love football. I loved everything about it. I loved the training. I loved uh, training camp. Yeah. Um, I, you know, people thought I was nuts. Like the smallest things I loved. I loved going to practice. Yeah. I just loved the game so mm-hmm. much, and I loved everything about it. Uh, so when I was done playing, you spent, I spent my whole life trying to be the best football player I could possibly be. You know, like I didn't ignore academics. Like I was good in school too, but like I just loved football. I was all about it. And then uh, when that time came and I had to transition out, it was very tough. You know, I, I just didn't know what I wanted to do or what that next move was. Um, obviously, I have a lot of family that are state troopers. Uh, my father's brother is a state trooper as well. That ever interests you? Getting into that? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, just because I have so much respect for my father yeah. and everything he did in the state police. My, I mean, my dad ran the gauntlet in the state police. He did everything. Like, he started Homeland Security in the state police after 9-11 happened. Wow. Uh, he, did, he worked at Turnpike Parkway. He was an instructor in the academy in the 80s. Wow. I mean, guy, like, he is a rare breed. Yeah. Like very like he's old school, you know. I, I always say like you know, Coach Yana was a tough coach, but going there was like vacation, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, compared yeah. to compared to like yeah, when I grew living up, at like, home, yeah. living at home, man. Like it was way easier at Rutgers <laughs> than it was back at home, and that's another reason why I went to Rutgers too, playing for coach, and just very similar to my home life. Uh, but yeah, very tough transition. Um, so I, I just wanted to kind of get my foot in the door in some kind of business, yeah. you know, like just build business acumen. Like I was always, I always had a talent at developing relationships and kind of pursuing them and earning trust from people, yeah. um, which came just being a good teammate to guys yeah. and, and kind of how that progressed. Frankie has a tradition of ruining friendships. Have you heard all the names he's called me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Gee, I mean, it might be, it might be a different podcast after <laughs> yeah. this. Um, but no, I, uh, so my first job was with a company called Insperity, and what it was was selling HR infrastructure to small to mid-sized companies. Now you might be like, "What the fuck?" Like, like human resources. Human resources. So mind you, I went to Rutgers as a history major, and then I uh, I have no experience in sales. I did, not, so, I did not expect you to say that. A that history major. Not many, really. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Wow. That's random too. But um, I thought you were going to say business. I like history. Business. No, history is great. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, great, and it was yeah. it was fun, and it was you know a difficult major at Rutgers only because like there's a lot of papers and like books yeah, to be yeah. read and shit like that, but. Um, but it was a great job for me because I learned business acumen. It was like a fucking shirt and tie. Like you, you learned all different types, like following up emails, you know, going after clients. Like it was stuff and retaining those clients. It was stuff like I needed to learn outside of like the intangibles I learned from football. Right. If that makes sense, it would help me further my transition. Mm-hmm. So, um, during that time, like I said I was going to create wins by building my network because I had to meet with C-level execs. So I was going to continue to build an awesome network of all different types of people from mm-hmm. all different types of industries, which helps me to this day in what I do now. Of course. And then it was I was a hands-on MBA. So I learned about all these companies and how they run and operate, like what, what, like things that gave them a hard time, retaining it, talent and all different types of stuff. Uh, so it was kind of cool to learn, like again, like getting a hands-on MBA and how these companies run and operate. Right. Yeah. Uh, so from that, I did that for three years, you know, uh, you know, and, and it worked out really well. And, and again, like the whole interview process with that w- was funny too because my resume only read NFL teams on it. Yeah, yeah. I read fucking three NFL teams, like linebacker, a Chicago Bears. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And it's funny. I think my dad, my dad helped. Was me it history my, major that put you over the top? <laughs> no, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> and my dad helped me with my resume and. Uh, like he, my dad's the best, and like he's super helpful. But he he put like the amount of tackles I had at Rutgers on my resume. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I look at, it, I go, Dad, I, I can't look at the resume with tackles on it. Like they don't give a shit how many tackles I had in the Big East Conference. You know what I mean? But he walks into a ring with a panther on his back. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, that's his resume alone. Like he's going to show about insults, bro. He, he, you know what? At least my insults change. I went from I went different, a bunch of different demographics. You're staying right, the fucking listen, panther. Can the we e- move the fuck on? All right, the panther. E- Holy shit. We're gonna move on to ears now. All right. Ears. I got but, but I think one of the ways I got the job, I just went there with like crazy enthusiasm. And like, I think the people that hired me, they're like, listen, like, I don't know if this guy can do this fucking job, but he's out of his mind. So like, mm-hmm. let's just hire him. Gross. I'd have all kinds of, all kinds of regrets. And, uh, yeah. So three years, you know, doing that and it really helped me and developed me in a lot of different ways. And that's when Pat, 
Uh, so Pat Capper is the president of Market Sports, and Pat represented me as a player. So we we've developed an awesome uh, relationship, that's and that's yeah, yeah. and that's where I learned firsthand as far as what an agency yeah. should be doing for you, how they should be representing you, and just more or less like the actual relationship yeah. in itself. It's a unique opportunity to pick a relationship that should last you and be a resource the rest of your life. Agreed. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I found that in Pat Capper. I yeah. really did. You know and. Um, and me and Pat always talked and Pat would help me even, even in my new job, connecting with people and things like that. Like he made no money off that yeah. yet. He helped me to, you know, to the 10, like yeah. just really was awesome about it. Yeah. And, uh, and then that's when he was like, they were getting ready to actually merge or, or do that joint venture with Malka Media. So Pat was operating on his own for a while. And then that's when Malka Media started coming into play because they've known Lewis Krubich, who's the president of Malka Media, you guys, right. who you guys met as well, yeah. and um, for a very long time. And they kind of like just one-offs in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Uh, then they did the Bob Hurley Legacy Doc. And then that's when they figured like, well, this should be a marriage. We should just be doing all content in-house, right. bringing talent in and kind of, th- this could really take off. And they partnered that with Showtime and Brian yeah. Daly and those guys. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of where that like kind of started. And, and Malka, or... Uh, did, did they they did the promotion for Mayweather McGregor right? Oh yeah, Showtime day, well, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We 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 live streamed all the Mayweather McGregor. Yeah. So those four yeah. uh, weigh-ins, you, the only reason you, you saw the only way anybody could see that was through our live stream. So right, we right, we yeah. did all that. Yeah. Plus we do a lot of content for Showtime Sports yeah. in general. All the Showtime boxing stuff. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we do uh, content creation wise. Yeah. Um, but but again, that was like the catalyst that kind of got the idea as far as like the right. new age representation of what that looks like for the future. Like having everything in house and kind of operating that way across brands, talent, and media properties, right. and going cre- proactively creating opportunities, which is really cool to have that ability. You know, yeah. it's it's much more than just nego- negotiating a contract and then fading away. Right. And that's it. It's like, it's much more hands on, and that's the way we believe in the whole approach. Yeah. And uh, so Pat was like, "Listen, like we're getting ready to do this merger." Like, why don't we, I want to bring you on as my VP of talent and kind of like you walk in all these guys' shoes, like you'll yeah. be able to recruit and, and kind of talk to people as far as what they're going through and relate to guys. And, and also you understand like the long-term play and connecting others. Like, cause I really believe in just helping others. Yeah. Like to me, that's the greatest value anybody can get. It's just helping somebody else. Really? That, that's what talk, you, that's talk about some of the talent you have under you. I mean, Brendan Chaub obviously being one of them, right? Yeah, 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 he, yeah. He, he's awesome, man. He's super yeah. talented, uh, and he shoots his his stuff right out of our office in, in Santa yep, Monica. Yep, yeah, because yep. so, so we have two offices: one in Jersey City and one in Santa Monica, and uh, and that's where Lewis went to to open that office right, out yep, there because yep. of all the opportunity. Um, but yeah, we got all, all different types of stuff rolling. Uh, as I mentioned before, Devin and Jason McCourty are clients of yep, ours, yep. and they Devin, have podcasts as well, right? Yeah, so they have double coverage with the McCourty right, twins, right. and that's. Dude, again, when you talk about like, the future of representing an athlete, like the way that podcast started was now they're on, they're going on year three, and we're actually about to go on to Nesson Network, which is huge. Like we're, we're we're bringing that podcast to an actual broadcasting network, which is uh-huh. awesome. And you talk about the futures of what these guys want to look like, like when they're done playing football, we're giving them an opportunity to get like broadcasting reps. Like if that's something they want to pursue, they get you know you get practice at it and kind of yeah, just yeah. talking about things right. and talking things through. Um, but that podcast just started off as just kind of. You know, branding those guys, you know, allowing them to engage with their audiences yeah. and talk and they can talk about whatever the hell they want on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They have full and, and those are guys like just they're, they're rock solid. I mean, we can, I can put them in front of anybody and they can talk to anybody. Yeah. They're, they're just absolutely great. That's cool. uh, yeah. And, and um, so with those guys like that, that served as a vehicle for brands and partners as well. So like now you can kind of creatively integrate you know, brands that gives them a different vehicle to sell against, mm-hmm. you know, you know what I mean? So it's, it's really cool to have that opportunity and to pivot that many different ways. Um, and again, it just gives you a chance to get creative, All right. you know? All right. Yeah. Very cool. So it's fun, man. Yeah. It's a lot yeah, of fun. It, so, it, so when Pat brought me on and like, it, it just was a great fit. And, and, right. and again, when me and Pat tell our story, 
I mean, it, it resonates with people, you yeah, know, it's, it's, and, 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 and any athlete or family too, that's like that we're talking to about what we do and what we got going on. We'll respect they, that. They, yeah. they respect it. And plus, if even if you don't want to go with us, well, you should find a relationship that looks like this. You're right, right, right. You know what so I mean? And, and that's agree. really, and that's yeah. really what it is. And, and dude, we do so many stuff that we don't literally get paid for, but it's just doing the right thing. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. It's spending time with the guys. It's an, it's the, uh, connecting them with a the network while they're playing because that obviously, as we know, like just people are more interested to right. while you're in the mix. You know right. what I mean? Like I've even noticed that as a you player. form those relationships, you never know what can happen down the road as well. You know what I mean? So absolutely, a thousand yeah. percent. Because like the thing is, like even like I recognize like people were gravitated to me a lot more when I was playing. Right. We don't play. I mean, people still appreciated me and respected me, but it's just a little different. Yeah. So we try to t- we try to get guys to take advantage of that opportunity. Yeah, you know what I mean? Again, like I'm sure, right? You know, for sure. Yeah, right. exactly. And you, you just never know when your next op's going to come from mm-hmm. too in any kind of conversation you have. You know, yeah. so. We're, op- we're open and willing to have any type of conversation around all of our athletes, and that's what me and Pat do. I mean, we roll our sleeves up in all of our, our own talent relationships. Always, years ago, I heard that term networking. Never really knew what it meant, but there is so much to networking. I yeah. mean, it's sort of the new way of doing business is, is networking. You know, yeah. you can make a career out of it. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Uh, I'm a big believer in it. And my thing is, like, even when I connect other people with other people, I got to believe there's wins on both sides. Of Correct. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I never make a connection just because I know it's going to serve me. Right. Yeah. I yeah. just because 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 that's like the shortest way to get to, to somewhere. And it, yeah. it always backfires. You know what I mean? Like long term relationships are proven and kind of just doing the consistent thing, you know, the right way for right for the right people, you know, and. Um, I'm very blessed to be in a, a position where I have a job that allows me to do that and create those connections right. and do what I love to do uh, and to work for people that I work for and for a company that has like really the sky's the limit. I mean, we're doing all different types of stuff. Right. We actually started a podcast with Wyclef called Run That Back. Oh, get out oh, of no, sure. yeah, yeah. He films so, at JC? Yeah, no, he films at his house in North Jersey. Okay. Yeah, we, we film that up there. Um, but yeah, it's- uh, for What's na- the name for, of it? For now, but he's going to actually, I think he's going to film in JC yeah. eventually. Uh, Run That Back. Run That Back. Yeah, wow. it's really cool. We just rolled it out. I mean, but again, we do all different types of stuff and has he has it aired yet yes yeah yeah like what is it music guests on stuff like that yeah i mean because the thing is like your network is so crazy like that's what really pulls guests in you mm-hmm. know what i mean like and we look at matt barnes and steven jackson what they do with all the smoke i mean yeah. that's how they get like they got they had kobe bryant on there you know the oh, little, wow. little yeah. wayne jamie fox it's because they know these guys in like the studio not 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 this so, so, zoom stuff so, some was in the studio, some's live stream, okay. some's, some's offset to go meet. Like, I just think there's guys. something so much. We've talked about Zoom a lot in here, and we obviously we have the opportunity and the opportunity to get bigger guests by doing that, but we just feel like there's something more personal to have people in studio. And I'm not saying we won't do it. Yeah, you know, yeah. we, we very well. It, it opens up your, your guest list so much bigger. I the, just feel like you watch the Zoom, even like with ESPN and like. The delay, it just it fucks it up. Yeah. way too much. It's, it's not like as engaging. Right, it's, it's really not. It's not you, you develop a it's personal connection. Organic. I mean, look, yeah. we're like we're having yeah. a drink yeah. together. And again, I'm not saying we'll never do it, but this for us, it just seems to be for our sure. fit. You know, for sure. And, yeah. But there, but there again, there is potential like going absolutely. Route. Like yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, both you guys know so many different. I think people. if you can keep those interviews short, you know, yep. like we'll we'll probably be here a couple hours tonight with you and kick a few drinks back yeah, and just sure, just bro great. out. But Absolutely. if you can keep those Zoom interviews 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you can make them entertaining and interesting for sure. For you know? sure. You keep yeah. those tight and then you two can just riff. You right. know what I mean? Right, right. after We can that. talk yeah. about the interview. Yeah. Yeah, talk sure. about the yeah. interview yeah. Or, or any kind of recent events or anything like that. I mean, but you guys are killing it, man. You guys just roll. We're having fun, fun, dude. That's, yeah. that's what we're doing. We, you know? we're, and, that's, and that's yeah. all you need to do, right. too. And plus, you guys have two different followings, too, which is awesome. You know what I mean? There's a lot of different engagement there and it's it's been a lot of fun to follow you guys. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm definitely fired up to even be here and to be talking to you guys. Appreciate it. We've it's we've great. had a few drinks now. Let me have let me ask some uh, hard hitting questions. Yeah, okay, um, let's go. Uh, my my wife's gonna be listening. To this <laughs> <season>. <laughs> we, <laughs> we're not gonna make you tell your virginity story. That was a sort of a staple. 
Well, that's easy. No, it, it, it was with her. It so. did that last time, so. Oh, wow, really? The girl you lost your virginity to, you married? Yeah. Good for oh, you, bro. Wow. 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 Just hit, the, the, just hit the, any any button, really, but it should it should be fine. You did that last right, time. Leave it, leave yeah, it, it's, leave fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's recording. Politicizing sports. You don't want to tell his virginity story to, 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 yeah. <laughs> to have to go home to his wife. Puts me in a tough spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In sports, I mean, obviously now a big thing is politicizing, the kneeling, things yeah. like that. Was there any of that in your time, and, and what is your take on that? What is your feeling on that? As uh, a paid professional athlete, do you yeah. feel like that has a place there, or do you do you feel like they're using that platform for greater good, or do you feel like that that's not the place for it? You know what? It, it, that's a tough call, only because I feel like people – that you're given that platform and you do earn that platform as an athlete. Like mm-hmm. you paid the price to, to become a professional football player right. or, or major league baseball Put player time, or, yeah. or a UFC fighter, whatever that might be. So however you want to use, cause, cause think about it. People use their platform all the time for charity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, they use it all the time to fundraise money for great causes. Right. So if you want to use that platform to make a political statement, I think that's okay. You know what I mean? If you want to do that, uh-huh. um, you know, me, I'm just kind of like stay in my lane type of deal. I don't want to like stir the pot or whatever, right. you know, focusing on football. But uh, but I do understand the people that, that do that and have that kind of approach, though. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Solid answer. Solid yeah. Depth. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have nothing but respect for that answer. I mean, uh, it's a tough one because, you know, many, many people, one side of the, I guess the the viewpoint of it is that it's it's unpatriotic to do, to, to not stand for the... Yep. You know the uh, American flag and for for um, national anthem, the national anthem, and and for and sure. I, I I sort of can see both sides and and what you said as an athlete makes sense. I mean yeah. I I get that, but uh, you know I guess the flip side of that is is you can't blame fans if they they don't want to go, and that's you know it's all about making money and generating money. I mean your income is generated on fans being in the stands. You know, so. yeah, no doubt, and and fans have that ability to not do right. that, but you know the thing is like the p- fans will still go yeah. in my, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, they, yeah, they really will. You know yeah. I mean? Just like yeah, they'll yeah. still fill UFC arenas. You know, right, they'll right. watch people fight, you know, no matter who's fighting. It's just, right. it's exciting. But, you know, my thing is, it's just understanding both sides and respecting both sides. Correct, you know, yeah. like, because I, I do live in that space a lot now. And even what we do as work, we, we have some alignments with people who are doing certain things and, and I have a lot of respect mm-hmm. for them and how they do it because I know them personally and right. I know their approach and, their, and how genuine they are behind it. Right. Now, some people might have alternative motives. Maybe they're trying to stir the pot or for the wrong reasons or whatever. You know, I can't speak for those people and how they're doing it and their right. approach. Um, but, you know, I respect anybody who's, who's taken their freedoms and as long as, they, as long as there's plenty of things behind it, like as long as there's plenty of belief behind it, mm-hmm. I respect it's anybody. The intent. It's the intent that kind it, of matters, it, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. No, great answer. You know, and it's, it's, we've been put in a position to have some great athletes on here, and I think, you know, as a football player, which seems to be ground zero for yep. the kneeling and things like that, sure. I thought that would be a, a fair question for you. I, I don't think in your time that was really going on, though, was it? I just, so I just missed that. But, yeah. uh, but again, I'm around a lot of guys who, yep. who actually, right. who have knelt, and some of them are like my best friends, right. you know what I mean? So, and I, and I know them so well. Like, I know them everything, I know everything right. about them. I know their families, I know how they raise their kids. So, like, for them, like, I, I always would say to them, even though, like, I might not know what you're going through, through, but I know you so well, and I respect the shit out of you. Right, right. Yeah. So, like, so if you, you so take on exactly. Right. So, if you got an issue with it, then there's issues, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because mm-hmm. I know that because I know these dudes, and I know how fucking stand up guys they are. You know what I mean? Right, so, to right. me, and, and you know, and a lot of people that kneel for the flag, they'll 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 tell you 
that kneeling for the like kneeling it wasn't just a disrespect it they don't mean no no one of them no, most of them don't mm. mean to disrespect anything about you know the military and clearly every 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 police officer or anything like that mm. um but it's more just to raise awareness and just to create a conversation because they felt they weren't being listened to in the first place right, right. so you know there's a lot of like takes on it and, and yeah. reasons and beliefs yeah. yeah well i mean that's why america's so great because people have they can kneel there's there's actually an iranian wrestler right now that is about to get executed because he went to a peaceful protest. Wow. A peaceful, not not protest that we're having around America right now. A really a legit peaceful protest. About, what was the protest about? Oh, man, I, I read it and I forgot. Something about um, something about some rights, I think, or something. Banning yeah. panther tattoo? No, no, something. <laughs> there goes the panther tattoo. It's fucking, you're he, never going to live that. He ran out of dad jokes. It's always going right to the Was to that one of your first panther. tattoos, though, Frankie? Like, was that? It was 15, bro. So that was your was that your first, first time? See, people want to know. But your Frankie. first one people became, know. your first one was a panther? a panther. Like, I just would have went in like a million different directions besides a panther. Oh, 15, but, bro, <laughs> I got tribal. Listen, I'm not bragging <laughs> over here. I got tribal. This is 95, 96, bro. Kung fu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Kung fu. Wow. Yeah. Fourteen. Kung fu fighting. Yeah. True. Yeah. So what was I saying before? Uh, oh, the wrestler. Oh yeah. So like the, that guy, he, he went to a peaceful protest, and he's about. Like, Trump actually just just uh, tweeted like something in support of him. And I seen a bunch of wrestlers talking about it. Wow, he, this guy's—he's twenty-something years old. Well, isn't he's execution old... over there like it's not like here? They don't like we, they like stone you to death and shit. Yeah, don't they? yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like the guys that were with him got like seventy-five years in prison or something. Wow, it's like dude, it's it, it, you know that, that's what I'm saying. That's why makes you realize that's why, you live in an that's why we country. have this country. Right. And like yo, everyone talks how bad it is here. Like no, it's not really bad. Like you could these people are. They're not, you know, they're they're able to protest peacefully, yep. and, and you know what I mean. And they they yeah. have this right to do this stuff, yeah. even if people look down on them, they're still able to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, and it's and it's all about approach. And my thing is like, where's the end game? You know what I mean? Like the end game is to create conversation and to change things for for the good, for the better. And, and, and yeah. what, hopefully, hopefully, what, whatever that might be. You know what I mean? To yeah. me, that should always be the end game. So anybody's approach and uh, whatever that opinion might be. My thing is, you got to be able to listen to both sides. You can't shut anybody down right. because, again, if you shut someone down for their opinion, I don't care what that opinion is. Mm-hmm. And if you're hard on those people, yeah, then yeah. then you're never going to be able to but open up and, and have I that mean, conversation. You, you look, especially like social media, like that, that that's where it's at right now, right? Yeah. Social media is where you get news. Most people, most young people, especially, get news, and now they're fucking like you said. They're shutting down one side of the conversation. Exactly. You know yeah, I mean? The thing it, is to keep it flowing, to keep yeah. it open. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's crazy though. And and why is that? Well. I mean, because that doesn't fit their agenda. That's my thing. See, my thing is you can't just shut down because you don't hear what you want to say. I mean, that's something like literally something my three-year-old son would do. If I told him you couldn't do something, he would just shut it. You know what I mean? Like, let's have a conversation. My thing is if you really want change, you want change those minds. Because a way to not do that is uh, to shut someone down and then no conversation happens. You think you just changed their mind? No, they're going to just sit. They're going to sit quietly with their opinions and never talk about it. You know what I mean? Right now, there's a lot of silent majority right now going on in our country because of that. A lot of people are scared to speak up because you get crushed by one side. But I just feel like when when some people speak up, especially celebrities, they're very divisive. And I think that's just fucking bad. You got a lot of people looking at you, man. They look up to you. And you're being divisive? Like, it's, yeah. it's not cool. Yeah. Don't be trying to pick a side here. Exactly. Like, bring, we're all in this together. Bring people together. You know together. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that these people, these, I, you know, I'm not that big of, of a, a, a high-profile person like some of these guys. You know, obviously. And, you're pretty high-profile. Well, <laughs> nowhere sure, near, like, the guys that are out talking. Famer. 
And I just feel like, dude, stop with the the side device. But if that side yeah. is all, and about, I get it, it's is, tough. It's tough. You know, people are trying thing, to fight for their thing, yeah. and I get you. Fight for your shit, but don't fight for your shit, and then right. and make, then bash someone else, bash else's, someone else's right. stuff. My you know thing, I mean? yeah. my thing is especially just when you claim your side is all about tolerance. You know what I mean? I'm not it's, even saying like that's, that's, but, that's yeah, yeah. but that's kind of true though. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. but right. my my thing is just to have the be engaging, have yeah. the com- be willing right. to have Talking the conversation. Is the best thing to that push the conversation. Well, bothers me too is like everyone talks about how bad, it, dude. This is literally in in the history of man, we are in the most peaceful time of our of ever ever. Yeah. It's like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's it's only getting better. Like yeah. what are we complaining about so much? <laughs> yeah. And look, and, and I get it. It doesn't mean not to work on making things better because you could always work to make things better. But don't act like we're shitty right now. Like there's less violence, like wars than ever before mm-hmm. right now yep. in the whole world. I mean, that, that's got to hold. That's got to mean something, right? Yeah, sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But yeah. the flip side of that is more enslaved right now than ever. More enslaved? Yeah, than ever. The world? Yeah, more slavery than ever. Like, yeah, like child trafficking. trafficking. Yeah. It's actually a proven statistic. Really? Yeah. We, yeah, I guess I think you throw a lot of people off when you say the word slavery, and then you talk human about and which listen, they're definitely, the, but it's, so you think of slavery, you you, you sort of think of, uh, oh my God. you know, you're you're talking about you're talking about children, correct? Yeah, and humans. Period. Human trafficking in in, in what way? Children and humans. Children and, and, and adults. And adults. <laughs> Being trafficked in the in the in the sex trade yeah. world. Well, Sex, Be a little more specific, oh, though, yeah, if like, you can. Like, like even working, like in the, in the field. No, yeah. everything. See, I, I thought you meant. I, I thought you meant what's, what? What? what you know? With oh, I mean, it's it's crazy how many children have been found recently yeah, in trailer states, parks, and it's crazy. Like I never, I don't remember that happening in my lifetime in those numbers ever. So I thought you meant children, but you explain what you mean a little better. So, it's not, it's a, so what I what I found out is not just children. Okay. It's it's a wide variety of people. It doesn't even mean sex either. Okay. It means you're a slave pretty much and whatever they want you to do. Uh, like they clean your clean your house. Whatever they want you to do, you're a slave though. I could use one of, I could realm. use one of them right now. You're part of this realm though. You know, it's like yeah. what do you mean part of this realm? This here we go, here we go. Here we go. Uh, no, yeah. well, not a realm, but it's like it's a it's a real major issue. Everybody, welcome to the Matrix. You've just entered drunk Jesse world. <laughs> but it is though. It's like I know, but uh, and I'm not and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to pressure you in any way. But for me, for our viewers, for our listeners, try try to clarify that a little bit. I mean, clearly, (laughs) clearly, what's in the news right now obviously has a lot to do with sex trafficking with children, and there's that's a huge conversation. Okay, but 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 you're talking about adults too, and I guess I haven't heard a lot about this. How are they enslaved? In what way? Frankie's obviously it's making jokes talking about cleaning houses, but how 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 so? I I haven't heard anything. I would say they were brought up in it since children, and then now it's it, it's evolved to okay. just in the whole realm. They yeah. get sold. It's 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 the biggest industry right now than anything that we know about, and it's not talked about on MSN, uh, mainstream media. It's not talked about it. Yeah. Why? Well, yeah, I mean, there's a number of theories of thought on that, I'm sure, but uh, you're right. I would think that would be bigger news than any any. It's it seems like the biggest word on social media and mainstream media in the day and age we live in is the word racism, right? That seems like the most used word you can. But children being traded into sex should should be. Is that what you blacked out on your arm? Oh, here we go. Here we go. No, it was a panther actually. That is true, but I think. The whole talk about racism and separate us and not even 
acknowledge what's really the bigger on. picture. Yeah. Something, yeah, yeah. Because yo, the, the world I come from, there is no racism like that. I get there's racism in the world. There's also evil in the world. There's uh bad lawyers. There's bad doctors. There's bad everything. But well, yeah, I, 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 Kevin said it bad coming truck in. Truck drivers too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bad per- truck drivers. <laughs> perspective and putting things in perspective. For me, I agree with you. I would think that would be higher on on the scale than. Than racism, and I'm not saying racism isn't a huge issue. Uh, it, it is, and listen, that's a conversation we've had down here many times. But you're right. Why does why does that not get a lot of play when 100 and what 35 children are found in a yeah. trailer park? And I mean, why does that not get a lot of mainstream media play? I don't know. I wish I I wish I could answer that. It baffles my mind. Right, right. I don't know. It's just scary. You have kids that you know. You have kids that that scares the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, when, 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 yeah. when you have when you have kids, dude, and you think of things in just such a different way, man. It's so true, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. And, and and that's honestly, I realized that even when like not, I don't mean to go back, but like when my brother got hurt, like it was one thing it affected me, like brother to brother, you know, but it affected my parents in a way different way. And I can oh, never, yeah. and I yeah. honestly can never really understand it. I was like, I'm going through it too. Like he's my brother, like it, it bothers me as well. But like when I had kids, when I had my firstborn, Cameron, you get it. That's yeah. when I was like, holy shit. Like it is way different, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean. And I yeah. give my parents so much credit for everything they do around my brother and all of us. But right. um, it's so it's so true though. It's different when you have kids. Yeah, because you di- a different type of perspective. And like, you know, you that, know I mean, dude, imagine you have kids. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give a fuck about nothing going on. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't care about nothing. But but but, but, but kids, I fucking care. No, but yeah. how recently yeah. did you start caring about like? Like your kid, you know, possibly being abducted or whatever recently, right? Uh, for no, me, I, I, I don't know, I'm not, they're gonna give my kids right back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just no, mean like listen, every, I, listen, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not haunted by it. It's not an everyday thought. It's not like I leave my kids and take them on. I'm not. I mean, I've been living in Tom's River for but, for thirty but it, but five it, plus years, and there's no one. Be, but you know, for, right. but right. to Roger's point, though, like to, you think to be, about it now, right now, yeah, I never did. ever thought about it at any other time. And I, I've only been a parent for six, my daughter six, but still, in that time, I was. I always rolled my eyes. Okay, here's an example. Not that long ago, maybe a year ago, maybe not even that long ago, in the paper there was an article about a guy caught on security cam and like an SUV rolling around talking to young kids trying to get him in the car. It was in your neighborhood, I think. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. And I, I rolled so. my eyes. I was like, this is probably some dude throwing newspapers. I didn't think twice. It probably Jeez. was some fucking creep now. You know what I mean? It probably was. I mean, I'm sure they're out there. You know, I mean, obviously all these people get kidnapped, but I mean, yeah. I would love but to at the time, at the people. time, that was like a year ago. I didn't put much thought in it, but now you see what's in the news, and now I think, well, I mean, this this guy could have been a total perv, tr- literally trying to pick up a kid. You know what I mean? Maybe he's trying to pick up six Here or we four go. guys. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Definitely not trying to pick up a hundred thirty five pounder. That's for sure. That's going to be no fun. <laughs> Roger, what was some other? You have some other quick hitters for me? Nah, well, that was the one. That, that was the, the first one that obviously popped, you know, into my head. Um, yeah, no, no. You got you got any other questions for Gavin? Quick, quick hitters, like some, some. No hard hitters, oh, hard, hard hitters, hard hitters, hard hitters quick hitters. Yeah. Hard hitters. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I'm so sick of this whole ordeal with everything. You know. Yeah, I, was it? I was. I guess that would have been another one of my questions. Is your your overall take from a personal level? Don't give me your PC answer on uh, COVID nineteen and. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying, is it real? Clearly it's real. Clearly yeah. we're all grown men in here. We understand that it is real. But is it being overplayed and overhyped? And are we being fear-mongered in the media? I mean, what, what do you feel about that? Yeah, for like, sure. How do you feel about the Basque, too? So yeah. For... <laughs> Welcome to the Jesse Holt show. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I love this. I love this. Give me a complete shit shot. Like, I thrive in this moment. You guys have no idea. Um, but, no, I, uh, no I, I think there's some over drama there 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I really do. And um, you wonder like for agendas and, you know, who's trying to be right, who's trying to be wrong. Like, I'm just conscious of all of that moving forward. Uh, you know, a lot of it's common sense. You know mm. what I mean? Just be safe in, in your own kind yeah, of way. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, and just kind of go about life. But yeah. to shut down, like, literally everything, there's people, there's a lot of people suffering during this time. Sure. And, that, and that's incredible amount. And that's one thing. And that will I've, transcend through. You know, not not just today, tomorrow. If their business shut down, that's the, that's you know, some of these are three, four generation businesses, for sure. third, fourth generation businesses is going to affect their children. It's going to it affects a lot, and this for, for sure. has a huge, profound effect on small business. No, it's there's no greater killer than poverty yeah. in, in any situation. You're right, man. And now, right. if you look at these actual numbers, as Frankie mentioned earlier, yeah, that he, you know, Frankie rattled those stats off. Yeah, yeah. He was right. I thought yeah. I thought they were written on his hand. Two point six <laughs> comorbidities, right? Um, I thought they were written on his cast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Co- Comorbidities. Comorbidities. Sorry. Uh, Comorbid. Frankie's correcting me again. You said comorbidities. Like they, they help you get around. Shit. <laughs> but my, my thing, my thing is, I, I just hope they're ve- being very careful in everything they're yeah. doing. You know, and I, and I hope they're being very accurate because, again, it's affecting a lot of different people in yeah, a lot of different right, ways. Right, right, right. You know, there's some people that are really struggling. You know, and, and, and even in my in my business, luckily, not so much uh, the company I work for mm-hmm. and what we're doing, but. There's a lot of people in the industry that are getting like laid off, and because there's just there's no work for them to do, yeah. you know what I mean. So like you just you would just feel bad uh, if they were getting it wrong, right. you know what I mean. Right, so right, like right. it's uh, yeah, it's it's just tricky. Yeah, it's just um, I, I can't wait. Hopefully in November it's all over. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it is. Yeah. I mean, we'll well, it, okay. yeah, I mean, there's a couple of points of view on that. It either it either is over or it gets it gets worse. You know, I mean, yeah, there's, buckle up. Yeah. And get some guns. They say no matter what, sure. buckle up. Uh, well, they're saying gun sales are through the roof. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Most gun sales in any single year in the U.S. history this year. I did just pick up an AR and a, and a, shot, a shotgun, a pistol grip shotgun. <laughs> did you really? Uh, <laughs> I seen you guys dope. shooting. Yeah. Let me tell you what, Roger. Roger's winning the quarantine. Roger, <laughs> like every weekend, this guy this like guy lives it up. Dude, the new backyard. The yeah. New backyard, thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank who you, who thank did you, that for you, you again? Give him a shout out. Give him a, uh, well, my buddy uh, Phil uh, Metro Pools up north did the pools, and my buddy Vidi Catalina Catalina Landscaping is the one that came up with the beautiful Dude. design with the kitchen and all the landscaping and everything. Thing, so yeah roger's been winning the quarantine i'm on the go man with the kids all the time and I, it was the best year possible to build that backyard and put a pool in because you know in the beginning of it this we were we too. we didn't want to leave we were like shit you know and then you know it didn't take me long before i sort of came up with my opinion on it and then uh we were out and about as much as we could be and just you know i try not to let it affect my kids life because they don't know they're four and six they don't get it 100%. i don't i'm not gonna be this dad that's like you got you have to live in a bubble you know i did yeah. my research i came up with my thoughts on it and where yeah. i felt and i mean the the odds of a four and six year old even having a, a symptom is like sure. zero <laughs> you know what i mean so I'll tell you the odds. It's actually uh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frankie knows all the odds. Yeah. It's pretty much. They have better odds of choking on a goldfish while being struck by lightning. You know what I mean? Dude, how how, yeah, 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 how good is this stuff? I gotta try. Peanut right, butter me, whiskey. Yo, <laughs> what, 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 Roger, what are you working on? Was that terrible? That was tequila. Teramana. Yeah. Teramana. Let me get a little sip of the peanut butter. Get the rest of the tequila. It's gone, buddy. It's gone. Frankie, can you pass? Yo, the peanut butter. 
It's gone. Get it. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. So a, bu- a buddy introduced this to me during the quarantine. And I I'm, saw it and in I'm the liquor store, and I thought about picking it up, but I didn't. I, I should have, yeah. I've been telling everybody I know about it, and everybody's been getting locked in, man. Good. This is legit. Screwball. Screwball. Shout peanut out to Screwball. Butter, peanut butter. Shout out, and, shout out to Kalo. And our other partners, Kalo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other partners, Dude, Kalo. Kalo's, Kalo's, I've been drinking them Kalo. for a while now, man. They're and Kevin good. Stewart put his on to that back in the Polar Bear Punch. That was our thing. Yep, Nice. Yeah, man. Caleb, that polar bear puns was kind of the last thing that we did that as a group of friends that, that was normal. There was yeah. thousands of I people. Told, I got to do that. I never thousands. did it. I never, I, I never did it either. Two years in a row. I have two, I have, I have, no doubt. I have, no doubt. Listen, I'm with you guys. Yeah, I'm with I have you guys. two years in a row. It was like, Kevin, it was like the last normal thing we did, right? Bro, and then, no, and no then lie, the world no shut lie, down. No you guys had a good mix with you. Jamie was with you, right? Javonzio. Listen, I love that guy, by the way. So I did two years in a row. Both times I've done it, I've never seen Seaside. The boardwalk and the beach more packed. Really? Ever. Heights. Ever. Never. Really? That's the most packed day. I agree. I and and, you, and you've, seen, you've seen a lot of boardwalk yeah, in your yeah, day. Hell yeah. You've seen, you've seen and, a lot and, of seaside And to be that packed, usually there's problems. There was not a single issue. Yeah, dude, people, Everybody people was happy go lucky. You know what I mean? Yeah. They know no what they're there for, and, Love that. and it was good. Yeah. Love yeah. that, man. That's great. And they raised money for uh, Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a great cause. And that's cool, you know. I actually have my aunt has Down syndrome, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah. My really? aunt and my cousin on my, my dad's side. On yeah. your dad's yeah, side? Yeah, Oh, wow. So, it's right close so, to home a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Yeah. I, I give so much credit to anybody just that has any kind of challenge in their life right. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're also... You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, especially with them. Like, I'm like, they don't know. They don't and know. And they, they don't know. They're fine, dude. They're the happiest fucking people. I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you what I have zero toleration for is people that... Like, Fuck with them. Yes. Oh, yeah, no. I'll tell you right now, if I ever see that, I like, that would never uh, fly. I, but yeah, I, I was told like, by my dad, like, but, but we're dealing with you, you get them. Like, yeah, yeah. But we're dealing yeah, with a day absolutely. and an age where everybody is nameless and faceless. And, well, yeah, and, over that, yeah. and is a scumbag. And if you're nameless and faceless, you, you, you there's never reparations. You don't have to pay. You know, you, you never have to come to. Right. Yeah. You don't have to meet the guy that you picked on. You know what I mean? You can Absolutely. just do it. And that's that's what social media is. You know, that's a, that's one unfortunate thing about social media. It is. It is. It has its pros and cons. It does. You know, it, it really, really does. does. It really I mean, does. It's, it's, early on. Is, is that your palm, bro? You have the yep. you can get the new literally news quicker on Twitter than you can anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You yeah. know, you get it pretty much play by play. Um, but there's just so much hate and negativity. But that's up to us to judge other people and help them, guide them, and not let that ever happen. Yeah. That's up to us. Yeah, but it's oh yeah, it's up, well, set, set, up set a set a precedence. To no, I know, but I, I never I never set out to be a role model to nobody. That's to. not my thing yeah. either. Like I'm like you know, I never like, I'm a fighter, yeah. bro. Yeah, I'm but a, you're not. You, like you, honestly, do you your want mannerisms though? You no. naturally yeah. are. Yeah. No, and, and, and I get are. it. But listen, yeah. what I this is this is what I do. Like I'm a fighter. I never went to be. I wanted to fucking beat people up, but I don't know if you want your kid to be like, you know, looking up to that person type of person. That's really it. That I wanted to be the toughest guy in the world. That that's why I did this. But I have my own kids. To my own kids, I'm trying to be a role model. So, you know, yep, hopefully sure. I'm good to them and most kids will follow, no will, will follow suit anyway, you know? No yeah, doubt. but you were never that guy to fuck with, like, just start some shit over nothing. No, yeah, not over true. nothing, yeah. but I definitely was that guy no, to, to handle some shit. shit. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Frankie's got some stories. <laughs> he does. We've, we've talked about him. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Know, honestly, know, you know, yeah. for a guy that's got 27 fights in the UFC, yeah. been fighting in the U. The stories he loves the most, the fights he's the most proud of, which is so cool to hear, are the ones on Jersey Shore. Dude, they're the oh, best. You know what I mean, Dude. everyone said they're the most fun. Yeah. They don't last very long, <laughs> yeah. you know. And it's just you know, your friends are involved. You're fucking hammered half the time. Roger yeah. to this day is the most liked guy on Jersey.
Jersey Shore. I don't, I don't, I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Can, everyone always watch that well, show. It depends, <laughs> who, it depends <laughs> who you ask. Well, well, in, in, don't ask my ex-wife. No, I was going to say, oh. in most people... Well, listen, I watch, joke. We're good now. In good most now. people, <laughs> when they watch the old episodes, it's funny, my wife just went through all the old episodes. So actually, during the quarantine, the beginning of quarantine, no we watched all, a lot of Jersey Shore. I was awesome. seeing you on there. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. Yeah. It's funny just knowing you now. But um, <laughs> but most people will say, when they watch that, they'll, everyone always goes, hey, Roger guy. He's a pretty good guy. Everyone, everyone, you find rarely like anybody that's, that says that's cool guy. to hear man that's cool to hear yeah. i never had any problems with anybody on the show but i also wonder how much my size played into that because they're all kind of yeah, they're all kind they're of all little kind guys, of, guys. <laughs> when i came in the house nobody really said shit but they're not very big dudes you exactly, know what i mean so exactly. man, did you enjoy like everybody what like did you enjoy being around on that show and no and, i was not prepped for it i i get bad anxiety like when i'm put on the spot i get anxiety i was i i was not at all prepared for that at all i just did deal. listen i was i was talking to a pretty girl and it's, it's funny because when i first saw jenny i had no idea she was connected to a show she walked into and this was before the show was even sold before the show even had a name i've for told sure. it before on it but she was just a pretty girl that walked into the club she walked into karma i was yeah. there with my buddy vasily we were hanging out and this pretty girl walks in wearing like a handkerchief or a shirt <laughs> Had no idea. Now, I knew that there was a film crew like way in the back out on the dance floor, but again, they're shooting like a pilot. It's kind of like this just kind of strung together, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to pitch a show, which happens in, in, at the Jersey Shore a lot. There's been yeah. a ton of MTV shows filmed down there, right. but this girl walked in, no cameras near her, no producers, no nothing, and I was like, damn, you know what I mean? And, and this, you know, so she walked past me, I made eye contact, and then she went to the cameras, and then I was like, fuck that, I'm not going out there. You know, locals yeah. don't. Locals don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. Well, my buddy Vasily, our good friend Vasily, was dating, I forget her name, but that young chick, that like 22-year-old he was dating for a while. Yeah. And she, of course, wanted to be part of it. So she worked her way over, oh, wow. got yeah. Jenny, and brought her back over. That's how we first met ever. First time ever we ever met. And, you know, it actually- yeah, it actually never made the air. That actually, our first interaction never made the air. But, you know, to your question, how was that? Was I ready for it? No, man. It w- it went a thousand miles an hour from that point on. Actually, not that point because she was dating. She was actually living with a guy at the time. So we we hung out that night. Nothing yep. nothing inappropriate. Yep. It was all. Was but old. but the seed was sort of planted, and yep. I walked her home, and I left, and then they went to Miami and did another season, and then they came back to Jersey Shore season three, and she reached out to me. When they came back, and that's that's where season three shit just went from zero to a hundred miles an hour for like six years. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was no, I was not prepared for that. But again, you know, I worked a normal job every day. I never quit that. I never had these illusions of grandeur. Like I'm, I'm the next big thing. I respect that. Yeah, I, I I didn't get paid for any of it. Not that I wanted to. I didn't. But I was, you know, my weekends, my my weekdays were pretty normal. I worked. You know, and my weekends were fucking insane. Reality yeah. stuff. So yeah, yeah dude, it was it's it was wild, crazy. Dude. But it's, it's no regrets, man. And listen, obviously, everybody knows how Jenny and I ended up. We had a, a, a pretty messy divorce, um, but we're friends now. We're, we great. we talk all the time. We co-parent really well. We want the best for our children. Um, but I have zero, and I mean zero regrets. The two greatest things that came out of our relationship are those two amazing kids we have. You oh, know what I mean? Awesome, so. Man. Yeah, that's special. So, yeah, and I wish her good. all the best. In in her, you know they're filming again in a new season, and I wish her all the best. I'm for me, it's like a weight lifted off my shoulders yeah. that I don't have to do yeah, that anymore. You know, I never thought I would be doing it still with children. Yeah, not nor, nor did I ever think. But you know, I'm happy for her. She's still making a great payday. That's for her sure. career. That's her life. Doing and her totally happy for her. But uh, yeah, I for me, um, I'm glad that that has ended in my life because it's just. 
it's constant pressure. You never know how you're going to come across on TV. You know, a sure. lot happens. A lot happens on the editing room floor. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they yeah, can that. change complete scenarios there. They don't make you do anything, but you know, but it's they a, can position it in a certain <laughs> yeah, way. It's so a, like a good or it's like a fifty-minute show or a forty-five-minute show with with commercials put into it. You know, it's yeah. an hour, but you take. That's and crazy. and they got to make the most happen in 45 minutes that they can, you know what I mean, to make yeah. it a successful show. And, and, you know, we all know reality TV is full of drama. So yeah, no, a lot no. happens on the cutting room floor. So I'm, I'm glad I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. I mean, that show became like, that show's like iconic. It yeah, really yeah. is. Like yeah. everyone, everyone yeah. knows yeah. about it. And yeah. literally anytime like I would travel for football or whatever, <laughs> anyway, oh, like yeah. I, and oh, it's, yeah. when you say where you're from, because yeah. I, I say because yeah, yeah. I am from the Jersey right. Shore, yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah, Ocean yeah. County. It's fucking Jersey Shore, you know, like. I say I'm from the Jersey Shore, like right away. Like I, I like that show. Like yeah. is that show really? Big? And I'm yeah. like, well, what do you mean? Like you know what I mean? Like, like, they're like they're, are people really like that? Are I'm like, really like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but, I'm, but I always say there's all different types of people. There. Yeah, right, there's all right. different types of people. Right. Yeah. There's surfers. There's yeah. all there's yeah. literally all different type of people that walk yeah. that boardwalk. It's right, definitely you know? a dynamic, and that show was cast incredibly well. I mean, the the cast they put together for that. And it the, was. It and was. And the diversity yeah. between them, and the you know the eccentric personalities. I mean, it was cast perfectly. But but that should go on at Seaside every day. Listen, I yeah. went to Seaside for years before that yeah. show ever came around and it was fighting, there was fucking, there was we just didn't have all the catchy right phrases. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Are you still are you still close to like a lot of the cast? Ever? I talked to Ronnie today. You know, oh, Ronnie cool. and I were texting nice. back and forth today. I mean he went through a lot of shit. Yeah. He was in a but you know he's a good father. We yeah. we talk about fatherhood and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. They're filming again right now. So um I don't where, talk where to where are they filming? I, I honestly couldn't answer that. I'm not part of it anymore. I don't know. I just know that they are in Jersey. You think? I'm sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I is that I, a political? Is that like a political response, or like, <laughs> <laughs> or you really don't know? I truly, honestly, do not know. <laughs> truly, honestly, do not know. But can't leak. Um, it. you know, everybody grew up. Everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people have families now. A lot of people have kids now. Yeah. So it, it's not. Mm. The old Jersey Shore, although they would love it if it was, because it would be huge ratings. Oh, for sure. But uh, I'm yeah, but sure they follow people around wherever they are to absolutely. some degree now. You know but what I mean? Isn't it? I think they're still their highest rated show. MTV. Probably, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Mean, TV's just not you know, not doing it no more. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it had all the dynamics: it did. fighting, fucking, you know. Uh, it had, it had a, people love drama. Yeah. It really did. That epi- yeah. that episode where. Um, Snooky gets hit. Well, that's uh, that's what yeah. launched them. The two things really launched them into infamy. Like, that's is that, and that guy was a school teacher. Yeah, dude. Wow. But that that, that yeah, he was a gym teacher, job, I think. Yeah. But anyway, that Most launched them into infamy and the Italian American organization flipping out and causing so much drama around the show and them flying the you know painting the garage the American uh, the uh, Italian, Italian flag, yeah, yeah. flag and. That that just hyped it more, you know. Controversy is not always a bad thing, you know. I mean, yeah, if you're oh, if you're no. trying to create hype, Shit. you know, yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's a good time to announce that Frankie's gay. I don't know if everybody uh, is aware <laughs> of that or not. Yeah, but. This is what Roger's question. Roger's question. <laughs> Roger always. This is. Hang on a minute. This is the. This is the dick pic he tried to send me earlier. <laughs> Roger likes little guys. Roger likes little guys. That's all. <laughs> No, we all knew. It didn't come out of left field. We all knew. Renee told me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, not a Panther joke. Not, not a Panther, Panther joke. joke. <laughs> it was just a bad gay joke. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Got to divert it. That's it. All right, I got a question. All right. 
and to me, this always tells me like a lot about something. It gets, I'm, I'm getting a little deep. Ooh, here we I'm, go. Getting, I'm getting a little yeah. deep. So what I'm, I'm about to say. All right. Yeah, yeah. Go I'm ahead. A little deep. The drinks. And, the drinks and, and, have been and, and this is one for each of you, right? Yeah. So each of you prepare your response, and whoever wants to go first, you guys, whoever can go first, you guys can discuss. What's the biggest adversity you ever had to come across? Like literally the biggest adversity that it, that you ever had to come across, and that you learned a lot from. That really that you can like kind of lean on to this day for becoming the man you are today. Truly, um, yeah. So Rogers being publicly uh, yeah, you, assassinated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, literally for a short period of time. I think until people like sort of came to the realization that yeah. you know maybe that's not entirely accurate. Um, I was was a hated man for a little little period of time, and uh, that was tough. And uh, how did you like, like I, get through? That? I wallowed in self pity for about three months. Went to counseling, went to a church group, went to, I did a lot of try to, Kumbaya, yeah, and none of that helped. None of that helped. And finally, at one point <laughs> in time, moment. <laughs> <Serious> moment. <laughs> none of that really helped. It just kind of got me through to the next day. But at some point in time, I had to realize, like, do you like the guy in the mirror? Do yeah. you, do you, are you going to believe this or do you like the guy that you look at in the mirror every day? And do you know who that guy is? And do your core group of people around you, especially your family, and and I, I knew the answer to that. And then I just had to dig myself out of that hole and stop wallowing self pity. You know what I mean? Yeah, take a day uh, at a time. Yeah, yeah. So that that was probably my 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 biggest. But, I appreciate you sharing yeah. that. Robert. Yeah, yeah, man. Thank you. For me, you know, I don't know. Like, uh, it's tough to say. Um, probably the biggest adversity early on in my life was my parents getting divorced. I had to deal with that. You know. Yep. That was definitely a little, little, you know. It was it was wasn't like you know my parents definitely beefed growing up, and it how, came, how old were you? I was seven or eight when they got divorced, you know. Yeah. And uh, like it was. Did you know this like was going to be a psychology happened. session? By the no, way, I don't know. <laughs> like something <laughs> happened. I, 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 I like when when the guest flips it on yeah, us. Yeah, I no, do. I, I like that. I love that. But like cops came to my head, you know, like a big yeah, for fucking sure. event. It was tough. It was tough. But yeah. like, you know, so that was definitely adversity. But I mean, I, I definitely I, I would say as far as like you know athletics and whatnot. Adverse it was my my I had a back I- issue by my senior year in high school so that summer going into my freshman year of college so on a full scholarship my back went out bad like that whole summer I was like I'm gonna get ready for D1 I'm gonna start training with a bunch of D1 yeah, guys yeah. like I was ready to go and I was like really fucked up and didn't know what was wrong with me it actually felt like something in my leg but it turned out it was my back shooting down my shooting leg, down leg I yeah. couldn't do like I couldn't do like three calf raises on, on my right or left side I don't remember what it was and um. I didn't tell my coaches or nothing, and I got I got surgery like three weeks before I left for school. You got surgery without telling a coach or without nothing? telling a coach. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's bold. Yeah, so I, I show up. I'm like, yeah, I just had surgery like two or three weeks ago. They're like, what? You know, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm good. And I've literally that week, like people are running. They're like, I'm going for a run. I'm like, all right. I'm so you had you. back surgery? Yeah, I had. A, wow. I, I had a micro. Honestly, this was 20 years ago, 20, year 2000. But it was a micro distectomy. Same. I had two it, of those. It cut out, you know, some of my hernia, herniation, yep. and it did work. I mean, but I was literally training two and a half weeks after because wow. my teammates are going for runs. I'm like, well, I'm going with you. We're yeah. fucking. We're doing buddy carries up the hills and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, for and I sure. was doing everything. I, re- I, re- I started that year, you know, and uh, <sighs> that that was tough to get through. I just found a way to, to make it happen. Just, um, just yeah, to yeah. Make it work. dude. Yeah. It's, it's so fun. Even just watching you now, 
That and, mental and, toughness. And, and everything yeah. you've been through, you know, and to still compete at the highest level. 38 years old, man. Think about that. 38 you know, years like, old. You know, like, honestly, yeah. I love bragging about Frankie and, like, everything he's accomplished and who, you are, who, he's, who he is as a person and a family man, but... I mean, dude, to get in that octagon. Sort of, sort of did things in reverse, really. I mean, you know, to fight at his lightest at 38, you yeah. would think that would have happened early in his career. He would, he would have gone the opposite way. For sure, he yeah. would have gone well, from if you light think about to. When I, when I first started, I mean, when I, dude, when the story they didn't have MMA, it. They didn't have the it. Stories, there wasn't even a 55 pound division. Right, the right, stories right. of Frankie first starting, like, yeah. are, like I'm right. like infatuated with. They're right. fun to listen to because, like, yeah. it was like literally money had nothing to do. Correct. Literally, money yeah. has nothing to do with it. You could tell it's just pure will. Right. And just I want to yeah. be the fucking baddest man right. when I walk in this octagon, like plain right. and simple. And like I remember, like even I had uh, I had Frankie speak to the Rutgers football team. Yeah, he talked about this that, was yeah. like uh, what like last year, Frankie. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. dude. You could have heard a fucking pin, pin drop. drop yeah. in this People place. pay attention, and, yeah. and, and honestly, locking in like locking in kids from eighteen to twenty three, like to it's focus tough. on something, like especially yeah. at, you know being a Big Ten football player, you know everything. Everyone's too cool. These guys were locked in listening yeah. to Frankie speak. Like I, I, I would occasionally look back up into the. This guy spoke to the Giants, dude. Oh my yeah. god, Jets, yeah, yeah. Jets, Oh, sorry, Jets. Jets. Yeah, Jets. Jets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but very no, close. It, it, close. It, it should, yeah. That was like when you were playing. When you were playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah that yeah, that was yeah. right. Yeah, that yeah. was right around the time I was still playing. But um, but yeah, man, it, it was just so cool to even see like the engagement you had yeah. with those. But kids. if it hadn't happened the way it happened, right? Like you said, there wasn't even a fifty-five division when he first got in. It was only a fifty-five division. But if it hadn't happened, I mean, like if you could if you could pan out your fight career, obviously it would have been greater to start at a lighter, I think. But he wouldn't have had those trilogies with Gray Mater. He yeah. wouldn't be as infant. He may not have been a Hall of Famer. It happened for the right reasons. It definitely, you know did. what I mean. Even even a story where he tells where he broke his nose for the first time. You know, like I mean, that's like yeah. a crazy story. It's, the it's, up kick from Benson. You mean? No, no, no. no when I'm I talking broke my face when you broke oh, your, right, your, right, your right. very fr- like one of your very first, first fights. My first fight, yeah. Where, oh, where, where Bronx, was it? In, Bronx, in the Bronx, yeah. right? Yeah. I blew my nose. And you blew your nose and the whole thing. That story is like, it's wild. Yeah, absolutely. It's nuts, dude. That's why this fight, and the doctor, they sent me to the hospital after the fight to get extra on my face. And I'm like, listen, it's not broken. (laughs) I I know. Dude, I literally. (laughs) You just know. The one fight, I was getting ready for Max, and I got hit with a spinning back kick to the face and and sparring on accident. It was was a low kick. I I ended up lowering my level at the same time. It was just a freak accident. But it hit me like perfect. My cheekbone, boom, hits me. I go to my coach and I felt that. I felt. I just felt it. I felt that numbness. I go, it's fucking broke. It's fucking broke. He's like, what are you talking about? Relax, relax. No, I fucking know it's fucking broke. You just at this time, and it was one hundred percent. And that that I I went out to that max fight, and that was like such a just an unbelievable experience. Like just to see that atmosphere, and and honestly, my thing is, especially in football, and my experiences with that is the greatest compliment you can receive is someone who went through it with you. And can say like that dude did it the right yeah, way, yeah. or 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 that dude did whatever it takes, and it don't, almost doesn't matter like what status or whatever. And um, like that's what's really cool. My, one of my favorite things with Frankie is when Frankie fights. If you check the UFC account and people retweeting about like Frankie or tweeting about Frankie, yeah. it's all nothing but like incredible respect. Well, uh, and, we, and, and the thing is, right. like that is the great that really is the greatest compliment you can receive in your profession. Yeah. Is someone who did it, it. Appears, yeah. No, but people like people that like literally went through it. Like they fucking mm-hmm. know how hard it is to like be to get into that UFC octagon mm-hmm. or for for what for for me it was playing on the NFL field, and like to say like. That guy, is, yeah. that guy gets it because it almost like the fan like can't really quite grasp like the training and what it takes right. to really do it or or how to do it. 
And to me, that's one of the greatest comments you can receive. So, like, watching Frankie, like, and then, again, if you watch that UFC Twitter account, like, you see all these retweets of, like, right. any fighter going on right now or any kind of past fighter or even celebrities, like, just fucking, like, to me, that, that says, that's his well, since Since the Conor McGregor era, too, also, the 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 new thing is to talk shit about your yeah, opponent. No doubt, no doubt. I, I, literally, I, I've never heard anybody talk shit about him, and that's a lot in 13-year career in the UFC. You know, I, and, it, uh, it's definitely respect, but, I, I mean, I... I give respect. Yeah, you, know you mean? do. Oh, you do. Yeah, true, yeah. True, true, and, true. and people don't mind giving you respect right. for that. You know what right. I mean? It, it's it's. There was one guy you can think of that you would have wanted to disrespect in in your long and illustrious career that you didn't have a lot of respect for. If you could pick one, who would it be? Honestly, not no one. Really, I had a respect for all these dudes. And they've all been good to me. All of them. Um, Dude, even seeing McGregor, like right. McGregor talks shit about yeah. everybody, and yeah. he really yeah. didn't have it. <laughs> like yeah. he says nice things. Really about Frankie. didn't, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like he really. But like, people I fought though, for sure. No, uh, it's funny actually. I, I seen the dude that I fought in Bronx, my very first fight. He was coaching some. He was cornering someone. On, on my Get out of here! Card. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, recently in the recent fight yeah, you just had, fight, no way. Cornering someone, yeah, Eric Uresk, yeah. No wow. he, he went to move to Thailand. Was coaching now. He now he coaches at Alliance. Did you guys Alliance. speak, and Frankie? That was oh, your yeah. that was oh, your yeah. first actual first like it was. Not, it's not on my record either. It's not on my record. It was. I mean, it was two and a half minutes. I got him out of here. In the Bronx, but, so but it was it was street, right. No, 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 it was in a boxing oh, Jerome's box about the same as you yeah, do with yeah, Renee. Yeah. Two and a half minutes. She's out there. Listen. As long as we, we get get it done, yeah. quick, baby. That was good. As long as we, you know, right? You better get yours because I'm getting long, mine. Yeah, yeah, as long as she gets hers yeah. and I get mine, it don't give a fuck good. how quick it is. Right, uh, right, uh, that's the truth. Nah, I, pre- I appreciate you guys sharing the uh, the adversity. Yeah, because to me, like, I, I honestly, I think it's a great interview question too. Yeah. It's a little it deep is. for an interview, but like, because you can learn a lot about someone. I'm gonna steal by, it by how they, I'm gonna steal it by how, by how they respond to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, for sure. Because you, you you really do. You sort of test somebody's honesty too, because you no can doubt. tell a bullshit answer if you want. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. No doubt. Someone. No doubt. Talks about the time their car broke down on the side of the road is probably yeah. not the legitimate answer. You know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's true. But it's crazy. Some people have fucking adversities that are they're much greater than what way we're more than about. we'll yeah. ever deal so, with. Yeah. Nah, for sure. Yeah. It's soft though. It's. I mean, you went through back surgery and you 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 fought that. It's yeah. that early in your career and everything you've been I was, through. I was eighteen, eighteen years old, yeah, wow. twenty years ago. I mean, th- talk about like even like so you, like wrestling in that foundation and how that helped you in the UFC. Like, talk about wrestling the importance of me like, just because is, re- wrestling, is wrestling one of the most important you think categories? I think so. I mean, listen, it, like foundations. To yes, have. and not be, to me. I'm gonna tell you this why. Of course, because the technique is contr- you're yeah. controlling a body and and this and that. But like boxing has a finishing punch. Jiu-Jitsu has a finishing submission. Wrestling doesn't have anything finishing, right? Yeah. But what wrestling teaches you. Like, I, I had this conversation with Nick because we talk about some of the young guys and, you know, maybe they don't do the right things. And I'm yep. like, I'm like, dude, we take, we don't take in consideration that we wrestle D1 programs and we take that for granted. Yep. We wrestle a D1 program, bro. You, you, especially if you wanted to win. I wanted to fucking win. And I, I didn't accomplish my goals in college. But I trained like I was trying to accomplish my goals. I trained just like the fucking national champ did. I yep. 100% I guarantee it. Because I trained my fucking ass off. I wanted to be a national champ. Didn't work out. I wanted to be an American. Didn't work out. I was close. You know what I mean? I, yep. but, I, but I put the work in to do it. It's not like you know I was a lazy fucking guy and that's why I didn't do it. I put the work in and it just didn't work out for me. But you know, when, you, when you wrestle, you got to learn about sacrifice, discipline, all that stuff. Because you know, you're cutting weight. 
you have school to work with too. You got to fucking still do your grades. You yeah, still have to get a, yeah, a certain sure. good enough grades you to pass and this and that. Yeah. So all that stuff, you have to you have to teach you how to prioritize, pri- pri- you know, put priorities in, in, in sure. order. And then when real life, like now, like you know, I'm fighting. I have a family. I have this. I gotta find a way to still do this. You know what yep. I mean? I don't get to just fucking fight, and come home, and do nothing. I still gotta deal with my kids, figure out stuff, take them to practice, do this. So that's what it got me ready for. I think that's yeah. what wrestling gets you ready for. Oh, you know? no doubt. And yeah. one big more so than just the art of wrestling. Yeah. You know? Showing up, being prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Early though, you said that it does happen a lot though. O- only with wrestling. Well, uh, well, being 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 on thing. Well, I always say time being on prepared. time, like like you know, in the jiu-jitsu community is very oh Brazilian time, bro, Brazilian time. You know, and, <laughs> what uh, is Brazilian time? It's it's like it's late. You know, it's late you know? <laughs> when you get there, you get there. <laughs> but like you know, a lot of times MMA practice, jiu-jitsu practice, a lot of these practices, like oh ten practice starts at ten, dude, show up at ten. Yeah, wrestling practice starts at ten. You got your fucking shoes tied yeah, and you're, you're ready to go at ten o'clock. Yeah, ten o'clock that means you're fucking running around that room. For sure, you're stretching. So that's the difference, yeah, you know, a little bit. You know, I mean, I lo- I'm, obviously you know I'm a huge wrestling yeah, fan. Oh yeah, like, oh it's yeah. it's so great, and we got your boy Sebastian going around. Hell fucking yeah! Baby. Everyone's so fired yeah. up. Everyone's so fired up about that, you know. Yeah. And Scott Goodale's a client of ours, so we represent yeah. Scott uh, on the coaches because we do coaches okay. as well. Yeah. So so NFL players, coaches, MMA fighters is like kind of our like expertise and yeah. how we how we go about it. And I love repping Scott and what that program he's great, has done. Man. Never so, heard a bad word about that guy. So Scott, Everybody. So Scott actually came to Rutgers when I was still playing at Rutgers. It was in 07. So it was my junior year. And actually, I helped him recruit Scotty Winston. Yeah. Like, you know, because he was a Jersey Shore guy. Whatever happened that's to Scotty Winston. That's when I was on staff as well. So, yeah. Yeah, that's so when, you're so yeah, when yeah. we were training at the bar, Scotty Winston would be in there once in a while. Whatever happened with him? They had huge, huge hopes <sighs> you for know, him. You know, he just never panned out, panned out in college. That's really? all. Like, he had all the ability. He just, you know. Some things just don't happen for guys. Wow. You know? Yeah, he was a great wrestler. And yeah, that, honestly, that just shows, um, I mean, that level of wrestling, it is so elite. Right. It really is. You know what I mean? Like, no pun intended, you know, yeah, elite yeah, wrestling. Yeah. But, like, it is, it, it is. it's, it's so You got to be the full man. package, bro. I mean, I mean and, and, and to beat What do you dude, think it was and, that and he was lacking? Because I can remember him coming to Steve Rivera's, the barn, and he, and, lack athleticism. And he, he walked in like he was Moses. He didn't lack athleticism. He didn't lack skill. Um, he was just afraid to get tired. I think. I, you know, I'm not trying to be. You know, no, no. I just it, think he was. You know, yeah, I think he was afraid. Thing. You know, like, not, not that they were afraid to get tired. He just didn't want to get tired. He was scared to get tired, and um, that happens. Like I, I would wrestle him if it was a two minute go. I'm fucking gonna be hell on wheels, motherfucker. If it's like, a ten minute go, like you're not reserving, I know, you're not reserving your tank. And it's yeah, a, well, it depends, like in yeah. a ten minute go, I'm gonna fucking go balls to the wall for ten minutes. Like he wouldn't want to do that. You know, I feel like, I feel like man, that might have been the difference because. Dude, if he got over that, he's the best wrestler there is. For sure. Know? No, he was super talented. He was a great wrestler. Dude, he was the most... Him and Damian Hahn, the girl in high school. You ever talk about high school? Like, like uh, Soriano was great. Ashton was great. Yeah. They were great. Um, Mike Gray was great. Four-time champs, undefeated. Hahn was special. But Damian Hahn was special, and, 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 and Winston, yeah. they whooped people. Yeah. It was no one even close. You know what made Han even more yeah. impressive too? Is he, he did it at like 171 when he was a freshman, a freshman in high school. Yeah. Well, so huge, like he, so he wrestled huge, juniors yeah, and seniors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. he was an absolute man amongst right. boys. That guy, you know, I have, he I have lost. such crazy memories with him uh, just, just watch, like watching him wrestle and growing up watching yeah, him. You know, in 2008, he's, he lost in the Olympic trials to, to uh, Cormier. Cormier. Did he really? Cormier, did he really? Cormier went what? to the Olympics but didn't make weight. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know great, that either. That's a great stat. Yeah. yeah. Frankie's on fire. Yeah, right. Dropping fire. Dropping knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Lou, where you at, Bob? Where you like, at? I feel like he's had these in the tank for a long time. <laughs> Can I tell one story, though? 
So, yeah, ready? Let's so do it. When we train, right? Yeah. I thought it was a beast. Wrestling and this, that, the other thing. I did great in the military. I superseded a lot of people, bigger people than me. I went versus him, and he wasn't even going. Able, and maybe. <laughs> Quarter speed? I have no clue. Yeah. But he was trying. He said, go, go, go. And I'm going, going, going. And it was like nothing for him. <laughs> yeah. And that put me in check. It put me right back there. Like ground zero, like bro, you're not even. It's a difference between a, a professional. Was, though, but I went to the military, yeah, trained yeah. hardcore. It was Brazilian yeah. jiu-jitsu. That's what we did. I went to him. Totally different. Bro. Listen, man, I've admitted it many times on the show, and, and, and I don't want to make this the kiss-ass Frankie Edgar show. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, not? Why not? but I, I've, <laughs> I've admitted it many <laughs> times. People look at me. People ask, oh, who, you know, we get it all the time on our, on our Instagram feed. Who would win in a fight, Roger or Frankie? Listen, man, I'm not, I'm not scared of me. It's not about. You you look at me. I'm a big dude. You look at Kev. He's a big dude. But skill plays a much bigger factor in all that. Yes, I'm big. I probably hit harder if I could get him down. I'm a big heavy guy. But your gas tank burns out so quick as an amateur, and skill level kicks in so fast. I've I've rolled with Frankie. I mean, I could, if I could get a hold of him, I could probably drag him to the ground and hold him there for. 10 seconds and he's going to reverse that somehow and get a, it's it's just people don't understand that yeah, they just look at size mouth. To mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they just look at size and muscle and like you can bench press a lot you but it's it's professional fighting has a whole pedigree to it that yeah. people don't understand it's not a bar fight i love that's why i love that frankie's best stories are about his bar fights i love that because i've been in plenty of those and i can relate to those you know and there's a there is a sort of camaraderie to it but professional fighting is something that most people, which is why, which is why I, I speak on this. Does it annoy you when when a when a when a striking battle will go to the ground and it's some legitimate Brazilian jiu-jitsu going on, not just laying on top of each other, but guys are and the crowd starts booing. I, I I'm not even a Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner or even know a lot about it, but I can see that guys are doing work. I can see that guys are trying to, you know, um, improve their their or or go for a submission or try to improve their you know, their position, and the crowd starts booing. That drives me nuts. Does that drive you nuts? For sure, for sure. I mean, you know, but some fights are boring. That's yeah. the truth. But, yeah, no, I mean, I appreciate everything. You know, like, uh, who was it? Was it Damian Maya and, like, Ben Askren? Like, were they on the ground? Like, dude, that's right. fucking, that's art to me. You right. know? That's part of it. Yeah, it's yeah, part especially, of it. Especially like, with those guys. Yeah. Takes them down. Like, well, then stop the fucking takedown, bro. Right. If you can't stop takedown, you're not the toughest guy. That's exactly. what it is. Right. That's what the sport is. Sorry. Yeah. Right, you know? right, right. That's so but I mean, I do love blood and guts. I mean, that's the kind of fighter I am too. Right, right, right. And, and those fights that 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 like the, the fights that you remember, our guys aren't keeping it playing it safe. They're out there getting after hundred percent. You know? Yeah. Yep. And, and what I love right. about Frankie specifically is like how you win down the stretch, man. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in that, and the that's really tank. what it comes out. The 100%, gas tank. Like that. that At thirty eight years like, old, hard. he just proved Dude. that the gas tank oh, is still no there. Doubt. It's still there. That's that's great, Good, you know? Yeah, honestly, you, like, you know, I, I, when, when I first got into the sport, they're like, "Oh, you know," they're like, "What, what do you want? What do you want?" I'm like, "I want to be the fucking Michael Jordan of this shit," you know. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, and obviously, you know, you have losses and whatnot, and it's it's tough to be the Michael Jordan of it. But like, yo, if I'm a, a blood and guts and heart guy, I'll take that. Yeah, right. I'll take that. Any so, day. so who do you who do you want next? I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, Kev, get it out of him because he won't answer for me. <laughs> Drives me nuts. Get it out of him. Pressure yeah, him. Everybody above me is, is booked. You know. Yeah. Um. So what? What? All right, then tell me what's a good fight for you. Can I don't know. You, I, I, I see you, you people. Give me, I see you can people. Give me two talk, or three names. That I are see. Good I see people talking about Dominic Cruz. I think that's a good fight. Yeah, I, I, shot, think, I shouted that. I think he's, he's a name. He's a pretty. He's a big name. Obviously, yeah. Brendan Schaub did. Brendan Schaub did. That's why I oh, reposted. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Brendan Schaub said yeah. that. He said. He said UFC take my money. He said that fight. 
I mean, dude, it, like people have been talking about it forever. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And um, how do you feel about that? I feel good, man. I, honestly, I feel, I, I, got, but, I feel I know, good. I, I know, it. I know. I got here's, fucking here, a couple screwballs. Here's, in. here's <laughs> my question right now. Obviously, you guys are gonna have to do uh, uh, pre-fight pressers for that, Dominic. Not is, really, no. You don't Probably think so? Not, no. Not in this world. Right well, now. yeah, I suppose. Yeah, Good, I mean, valid point in the world we live in today. But, but I don't some, know if we'll do that. There'll be some. Yeah, but I, but yeah. he is a massive shit talker, and you are not. Are you going to take his shit? If he's, no, listen. If someone yeah. talks shit to me, right. 100%, I'll, I'll say something back. I'm not the wittiest guy. Unless I'm with Roger, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But I'll definitely. Roger's I got, super yeah, yeah. I got yeah. some stuff for that dude. I got some stuff for him. I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. So, Do- so, Dominic, if you if you battle him and you guys are you know doing some pre-fight stuff, don't talk about the Panther. All right, yeah. that, that's my gig. Okay. <laughs> so done, so you would be happy with that fight? No, I mean honestly, bro, I don't like. I only pick. I only say who you want to fight. It's a champion. Champ's got to fight. I would say Suhudo. He's, he's gone because he is a real champion. Yeah, that's the guy I want to fight. Man. He ain't coming back. I would you know? love to see but he's that not fight. Coming but back. Okay, holy yeah, I know. shit, that's maybe a... I think he is. I think he is. <laughs> but Suhudo, I'll call. I'll say Suhudo. Okay. If not, you know, Dominic Cruz. I think is is a name. Even I'm though like he's, a, I'm this, higher ranked than him, which is stupid shit, whatever. The Cejudo matchup would be great. Yeah. Dude, that, that I would be, I mean, be a lot of on the edge fun, of my man. fucking seat. Because I think, you know, some fights that you're in, you know what it's going to be. But that, that fight, you guys are fairly evenly matched across the yeah, board on that. He's got great wrestling. He's one yeah. of the best wrestlers in, in, in the UFC, obviously. He's a gold mm-hmm. medalist. Yeah, Olympic You know, and that's that. Um, but you know, we see, I, I don't get tired, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Shady, baby. Okay, so we got Cejudo, Cruz. Yeah. Who else can we get out of here? Yeah. I'm trying to pull yeah, some names yeah. out of here. So, well, you know, we'll see. We'll see if... Uh, McGregor even said he wanted to fight. You were who knows with McGregor I what he's doing, though? No, but he said that. Listen, if you fight McGregor, you fucking retire after that, dude. I'll fight McGregor. I asked him to come on the yacht after and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Don't forget the little people when you fight him, all right? Have you had any, like, real interactions with him? Like, yeah, a little bit. Like, real conversation? Little, not, not, not huge, but yeah, a little bit. A little bit. What, what was he like? Was he different off camera? Was he a little nah, different? Or? Nope. Really? He, he's yeah, the same fucking uh, way yeah. like that you uh, see yeah. on camera? Yeah. That's kind of funny. Pretty much. Pretty much. I kind of respect yeah. that in a way. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he's not phony when the cameras just turn on, you yeah. know? Oh, that's interesting. That's great. But I got no, I got, like, you know, some people hate that dude. I don't, I don't hate nobody. That's what I'm saying. Like all these guys, oh, you can talk shit. I'm like, I don't know these fucking guys. Right. Like right. you don't even know. I don't know anything about them. Why would you mean talk shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. But yo, you're exactly. the type of person I always backed it up. True. Well, well I just I don't need I heard to be. Stories about you since a little kid, bro. Yeah. You well, were a wrecking kid. <laughs> that was, you were like fourteen years old, wrecking twenty five years old at surf club. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Yeah, you did, yeah. though. Def, 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 I did some work. I did some I work. I love that Jesse just brought up surf club. Surf club. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's a real throwback. Uh, you said that yeah. Roger, can you get, yeah, Roger, yeah, can you get yeah, Jesse a microphone yeah, that works? Yeah. I wish. I don't know. Well, I, I, thought, I thought Lou fixed that mic. What happened to that mic? Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, we got to get you a microphone that works, man. I, know, but I, I thought Lou fixed it. <laughs> can you tell the surf club story, though, once? Surf club? Well, this did, Okay, I'll tell you surf club. Actually, I was over the bridge. We were in front of surf club. This was like a late night, and people were having like a bonfire on Ortley Beach. So I'm up there, and a gang of dudes are walking down the boardwalk, like bro, like 15 dudes from New York, you know. And they were looking for trouble. Sounds about right. They were looking for trouble. <laughs> Sounds and about shit. right. Me and my boy are up, up on the boardwalk, and they start talking shit. I'm like, "Fuck you!" Da da da. And they're like, "What?" And the dude comes up and smacks me. I'm like, yo, so I try to jump over the fucking fence. My boy's like, yo, what the fuck? You're crazy. There's 15 of them. And I'm like, stay here. Fucking stay stay here, motherfucker. I went over the bridge. I called my cousin. I got like five carloads of dudes. I'm not, I'm not proud of this. Okay, I was a little bit of fucking. I, was, while, I got five carloads of dudes. While I was there, I was drinking, 
probably burning a little bit. You know, I was, I was four, 15, 14, or four, I, was, I think I was 14 or 15. And we pull back, we pull back, we, were, we pull back over to the sawmill or um, surf club, like five cars, and all these dudes just scatter. They run, right? So I hop out the car. I'm fucking pretty hammered. <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck you at, bro? I was, I was pissed. Dude smacked me, bro. That fucking pissed me off. Yeah, for sure. So then I'm, I'm going up and down the streets. So I see him walking in some house. This would probably, again, I pick up rocks. I'm fucking throwing rocks at this house. I'm like, let's go, motherfucker. Let's come outside. And then his buddy, who was like this big juice bomb, walks around. You can tell he's hammered. All my buddies get in his face. Where's your boy? Where's your fucking boy? He's like, you going to jump him? You're going to jump him? I'm like, no, one-on-one, 100%. You know, that's what we do. One-on-one. So the dude comes out. This dude is fucking jacked, bro. He's in a guinea tea. He's, out of his he's mind. fucking jacked, right? Um, he had to be 19. I was literally 14. Wow. My cousin looks at me. He's like, bro, you got this? You got this? And I'm like, <laughs> like, 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 he was like nervous for me. I'm like, you know, but I, I couldn't bitch out at this point. <laughs> you you know what I mean, this. I fucking took five carloads of kids with me. I was going to beat yeah. someone up. We've all got that. Uh, you got so this. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm talking I'm like, yeah, I got it. And this dude comes like, he fucking comes out. I'm like, let's go, motherfucker. He comes fucking swinging at me. Whoop. Lower my level. Pick this dude up. Bro, and I put him right through the fucking cement. Whoa. And you I, like, were you firing? Like, you firing him? Like double like, leg, double leg. Oh, you double leg him? And then I was taking his head, yeah. rubbing it on the fucking thing, hitting him. I remember his, come on, Mo. They're calling, calling him Mo. They're calling him, come on, Mo. I'm fucking on top. Come on, Mo. Come on, Mo. They're <laughs> <Yeah>, fucking <laughs> cracking his dude. Bro. Exact story I heard, bro. Yeah. Dude, so, that's crazy. crazy. Yo, but here, now let me tell you this, though. Uh, now, the next weekend, we're at Surf Club, right? Yeah. And they're there. Right, the this same, the same. Dude, yeah, they're there. Oh. They're there. I'm with. Uh, do you remember Sal Skitchafaro? Remember him? He's with some gangster yeah. in town, and he's like, "Oh, you got the fight." So, so he's talking to this kid. I, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I, I just kind of whatever. I'm sitting there, and his kid, he's talking to this kid. Next thing you know, he hits this kid. People picking up stools, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm like, I'm fucking. You know, I'm thinking there's a fight going on. So I'm like this. All of a sudden, I get blindsided. Boom! This dude has me in a headlock. I'm up against the bar. And he has the headlock, and he's just fucking uppercutting me. And it was the dude I fought. No, dude I fought. Right, I'm, no get, I'm getting fucking uppercutted, bro. Fucking, I got me out of nowhere, But I come around, I come around around his head, I fucking start fish hooking him. My buddy comes out of nowhere, I'm like bang, bang, bang. I feel him just go lifeless on me. I get up, I'm what like, a bitch, bro. yeah, I'm like, where the fuck? And then some bouncers all took me out, and the big dude, the big juice bomb, was there. Tommy actually fucking. Beat the fuck Altieri? Tommy who split his nose open <laughs> He's outside though This dude's a fucking This dude was huge bro This dude's got blood all over He's like ah! I'm just like whoa, whoa. I, I, did, I dipped away I was like Holy don't see me Motherfucker dude. <laughs> oh, You're yeah, These fight Seven. stories Are absolutely crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like the progression Of Frankie Yeager's yeah. fight career right? It all right? started bro, like you, right? From the streets it, it all started but In Seaside Heights The, 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 pa the passion Was born there yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. Like you just can't do that shit now You're gonna get a Arrested and you're gonna fucking you know end up a uh, felon, but no but you. Bro, I, I got. In a, <laughs> this is a funny story. I never. I don't. I, I I was home from college. Okay, it was like my sophomore year. Me and Renee went to over the bridge, my buddy's house. It's like late. It's like two a.m. I had to get gas. I pull into the gas station, Exxon, over on, uh, right on Fisher. Mm -hmm. Pulling a gas station. Now I'm used to being in college where you pump your own gas, right? So I'm like, fuck it. It was freezing cold. I'm like, figure I'm helping this fucking guy out anyway. I jump out, I, I, I start pumping my own gas. The guy comes, now my Renee is in the car. I come, I, I come, uh, let's finish. Just, Jesse, check, 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 no, check the time on that camera. I so I, I come. Check the time on the camera. Is there time? No, it's 
Out of time? Not long. Huh? Don't worry. It's Should still be. filming. We're good. All right. still, does it still say record? Yeah. Okay. So I, 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 you know, I'm pumping gas. The guy comes up to me, and I'm like, he comes up to me. He looks look weird on his face, a little a little weird look on his face. But comes up, and I'm like, ah. I'm like, I can tell he was a little upset or something. I'm like, I got a dog. I got a dog. He's like, dog? What's dog? What's dog? And I could tell he was upset. So I'm like, I'm like, nah, dog, bro. Like we cool, dog, dog. And he fucking flinched on me. He went like this, then he flinched on me. I'm like, bro, wait, so the, the gas station the attendant? Gas station attendant, bro. Flinched on me. So I fucking pushed him. I'm like, motherfucker, get the fuck out of my face. And he comes after me. He comes after me. And so I, 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 I <laughs> you beating up the old up, Indian dude from Seven Eleven? He was like, he was, he was like, you know, I was eight, I was nineteen. Buddy was working for the gas, working the gas station. He had a, he had a fucking uniform. Yes, bro, he's the Exxon. And he's gas fighting a, yeah. a fucking guy, a yeah. teacher. So yeah, okay. so, so, so <laughs> he, he fucking flinched on me. I pushed him. I said, bro, get the fuck out of here. And then he comes at me. So I took him. I threw him. I, funny, I threw him into like the, the window washer fluid thing. All right, I threw him that, and then I put my foot swept him, and I'm on top of him. And now he's grabbing my, my shirt. And my chain was on, and I said, "Bro, get the fuck off my chain. Get the fuck." I, I didn't hit him yet. Yeah. I'm thinking there's cameras. This is Jersey right? thing, guys. Chains are sacred. Yeah, I'm chain, like, get yeah. the fuck off my chain. He, he, w- he wouldn't get off. So then I fucking cracked him twice. I was like, whack, whack, and he, I got. He like kind of like you know he let go. So then I let go. He gets up. He's all fucking discombobulated. He goes to pick up the window washer fluid that I threw him into to throw it at me. And he throws it right at his own feet. Boom. And then he runs in the store. I was like, I got my wife. Renee's at that point. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I jump in there. I take off. I'm right to the police station, actually. Did you really? Wow. Fuck, yeah. I'm like, yo, this is what I wanted to be a cop. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, listen. I'm like, I, told, I, I was like, listen. This fucking guy, I pumped gas. He came at me. You know, fucking grab me. I fucking did this. The cop the cop laughed at me. He said, all right, we'll call you if something happens. <laughs> 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 but I thought the guy was going in to get a gun or something. Well, you know what I mean? I didn't yeah, know what yeah, the true, fuck true, he true, true, yeah. But that was funny. I, I, they, they said the dude had some black eyes for, for a couple weeks after that or a week <laughs> after that. <laughs> but I'm like, how the fuck do I get into a fight at a gas station? Bro? <laughs> He's going to go in and get one of those laser pointers and come back out to the cell in those stores. <laughs> That's an Exxon, though. That's Tom River prime time, like, come over the bridge type shit. Yeah, but, I mean, dude, I'm like, why are you flinching on me, bro? Come on. Right? Yeah, if he's working, he shouldn't be doing it. He was mad that and you were pumping And I was helping him, on, and I could tell That's how was, serious we tell, take pumping gas now, in New Jersey, know, guys. I, I hear, I don't know if dog is, like, a derogatory thing, maybe. Oh, actually, maybe, I think yeah. it is. And, and, yeah, and, and, I think and, it is, right? And, and, and when You're he, a when, dirty dog. You hear yeah, that all the time. Yeah, yeah, And, like... When he said, when he said, it was like, dog, what's dog? I can tell he's pissed. So I, I, I even rolled it back. I'm like, nah, nah, dog, we cool. I said, we cool, we cool. And he went like this to me. I'm like, All right, no, I can't have that. Yeah. You I know? think you might be onto something there. I think you're not yeah. fake hitting me. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> dog is a derogatory <laughs> term in though. some cultures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dog, son, yeah, yeah, like a bunch of weird ones. Yeah. Roger, would you get people kind of like trying to fuck with you when you're on the show just because they knew they like they knew definitely while we were filming, but mo- I mean? like, most like of that like going out of their way to oh, like pick a fight with tons. you, or and even, I, even actually post show. And like, I got to see that too. I got a couple stories about that, but uh, most of that was weeded out by security. Security saw that coming a mile away, and they were because they had a ton of security, so yeah. they even tried to get near you because people just want to be on camera and they would love nope. to be on camera just to sneak. Somebody from Jersey Shore. 100%. So security, when they had a great security team, I'm still friends with guys that were on that that team, and they're uh, they were good dudes. But I mean, there was a few. The the very, it's funny you said that. So so as I said previously, Jenny and I met season one. We refer to our our, our relationship in seasons, but anyway, that never made the air. Um, they went to Miami for season two, came back season three. Well, the the first time that I saw her again, season three, and I just happened to be out. I had no idea they were filming. 
we locked eyes, and I was like, holy shit, here she came up. She's like, oh, you don't respond to my texts or my emails or whatever. She said, and then we ended up hanging out, and this guy did exactly what I'm talking about, wanted to just cause an issue. Yeah, I could see And that. walked past us, and there's cameras all around. They're trying to you know, like get in there and get our personal conversations. And I just remember he walks by, and he flips me off like he walks by. So I'm like, well, a, I'm not gonna. Just in my normal everyday life, Jesse could tell me I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would never fucking take that. B, I'm on camera and I'm not gonna look like a fool. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I said something, something like, and he walks away. He did it in, in front of the camera and then walked away. I said something along the lines of, why don't you come back here and try that again, bro? Why don't you come back here and do that again? And this guy did, right? He turns right around, he comes back, and he flips me off. So I just tackle him. Well, listen, tackle him. <laughs> some, somehow or swung at him, whatever. I, I don't know what I did, but some, we end up on the ground, and I'm on fucking bottom. This guy's on top of me, but I have him in a full, you know, he's in a full headlock choke, and, and I got this thing cinched deep, and I'm not letting it go. But I remember thinking in my head, looking up, all these cameras pan down, right? They're all, and I'm like, holy oh, fucking shit, I'm on bottom. Yeah. Holy fucking shit, I'm on bottom. That's all I can think about is yeah, yeah. I'm on fucking bottom. Yeah, yeah. This guy landed on top of me. <laughs> I look like a fucking idiot. So I just choked this guy out. Bottom like missionary? He fucking dick. <laughs> I remember the bouncers, because I knew them all, right? We're in karma. I remember them grabbing him by his belt, like picking him up and picking yeah. me up. They were like standing me up with him because I had this kid in such a deep, and I was not letting this thing go. I was not because I was afraid. I fuck if you, if oh, if I let it go, he's gonna get a couple punches off me before I can do anything. So I had this thing just sunk, just sunk so deep, and they and then I remember the bouncers, a couple of them, knew said, "Roger, let him go, let him go," and I fucking let him go. You know what I mean? But I ended up on bottom. The first fight I was ever in on camera, it never made the air. But and then I smoked some clown. Some clown like stuck his hand up Jenny's skirt or something on one episode, Jeez. and I I pushed him and said, "Yo, fucking take a walk." Something along those lines. And this kid swung at me. It's on camera. Like, you see him swing, and he just barely makes contact. And you see me go out of frame, and that, then you just see, say, you just see my show. arm come back in frame, and you see this guy go flying. That was but, on the show, right? Yeah, that was on the one. show. Yeah, yeah, I, remember, yeah. I actually remember that one. And I'm, yeah. listen, in no way am I trying to come across like a tough guy. I have nothing but respect for it, Frank. But I've, like I've been in ever. a ton of bar fights. But what people, the average person out there, does not realize is there is nothing even remotely close to similar to professional fighting, and to a bar those fight. bars yeah. are a chunky cheese. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing even remotely right, close. Though. You know what I mean? People think that. Because we did train for yeah, a little but, bit but in a limited capacity. But you, at the old barn, and it yeah, was a, it was a fun time, man. Him. It was a fun time. You but boys. You, learn, you learn quickly boys. you are anything but a professional fighter. Anything but. Bro, you know what I mean? For real. Bro, you know what everyone says? The more you, the more I work out, the more I train, the the less tough I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? That makes How sense. so? Well, because you realize, like, it's like, like, okay, you don't have to go far, like in wrestling, you don't have to go far to find someone that'll fucking yeah, yeah, give true. you a match. Right, right, it's right. Not like that. You know what I mean? Like, On a professional I, level, sure. The yeah, more yeah. I train, the less tough I am. Because that means the more you train, the more yeah. you see fucking. You know what, what's what's out there? You're never as you know? good as you think yeah. you are. You're right. never yeah. as bad as you think you right. are. As well. yeah. Who's a, Frankie? Who's a guy that you like? You entered the octagon and you and you knew the dude was like legit. Like it's like, super hard to battle. You know what That'll I mean? be like, some of your early fights, man. Tyson Griffin. I mean, you were so young. I think BJ. I think BJ. I'm talking. BJ? I'm, I'm talking a mix right? of everything, yeah. Frankie. Too. I'm gonna like, say. I'm, just gonna I'm say talking like toughness. Like you knew could take a punch. You knew it was tough to take down. Is that why that's probably one of your 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 most Memorable well, when, wins. When, when, so I'm yeah. just gonna say BJ because before I fought BJ, 
He was the man, bro. He was running. He was he was running through people. He was running through people. He was running through dudes. Yeah. Like, I was not supposed to be, do what I do. What I yeah, one hundred percent. I was supposed to be another victim. He was literally licking blood off, off his gloves <laughs> and guys like destroying dudes. So like then that's when I, I mean, honestly like, the Sean Shark fight definitely showed me I I, I belong yeah with the best for sure. I mean, Sean Shark at that point when I when I beat Sean Shark I think he lost to fucking Hughes, George oh, St. Pierre and B J Penn. That's it. Wow. You know, those you're three. Talking, that's you're it. talking three. And things. then, and then, you know, when I saw them, but, but BJ, like he had, he had this aura about him. Yep. You know, and I believe, like I believed I could beat him. In that whole but even then, that was a tough too. belief. That was yeah. a tough belief, you know. For sure. But I still. You, um, I don't know if you want to talk about this. It had nothing to do with you, but I don't know. But uh, Hermes Franca, you beat him, and then shortly after that. Did he go to prison? He was charged with yeah. like a sexual assault yeah. with a minor or some oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, well, you know what? It's crazy. I mean, not, not that it's okay in Brazil, bro. They don't have those those laws. He came here. He's messing with like a fifteen year old. Oh, it was in, in the states. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's culture. But he um, didn't. He yeah. that was sort of the end of his MMA career, right? He really didn't do anything after that. Pretty sure. I think he fought in Russia. I seen where I was in Russia in like twenty fourteen. He was on a card out there. Oh no he, shit. He got smoked. Really? What was the yeah. uh, most like hostile atmosphere you fought in. It's a good one. Like, would you say like just because to me, like I played in uh I played in Seattle, you know, in C- like the Seahawks, like that's Oh, you're saying as far as fan base, like yeah, who hated? So, or? I, I'm talking honestly like, everywhere. I'm talking, I'm, yeah. I'm talking a mix of everything because yeah. like like I played in Seattle, I literally couldn't hear myself think when I was in there. It yeah. was so it got honestly, so like, loud in there. Everywhere, honestly, everyone. I, I've always been a fan favorite. I think, but fighting BJ. In Abu Dhabi was and eh, you had a mix, you know. Yeah. But when I fought I, when I fought him in Boston, I, I did the Boston um, the Wayans. Bro, yeah. I was I, at that yeah. fight with all your fucking yeah. friends who yeah. are lunatics, all our friends. Yeah. And and I I could tell you from being there, BJ was the was the fan oh, yeah. was the crowd favorite, but, and we almost fought everybody in that fucking place. Kurt, Tommy, Tommy shoved me into a kid. That walked down, so we were kind of on the end. We were right at the banister, maybe second row up, something like that. And a kid walked all the way down that was like literally BJ Fenn's, Penn's biggest fucking fan that ever existed and could not have talked more shit about Frankie. And, you know, Kurt is listening to him. Tommy Altieri is listening to him. And I'm on the end. I'm on the fucking end, closest to him. And I'm listening to him. We're all like fucking like this fucking guy. And all of a sudden, I get shoved like the hardest I've ever been shoved and go flying into this kid. Oh. Tommy shoved me as hard as he possibly could to go fl- bounce off this kid and send this kid fucking flying off the fucking yeah. handrails. I thought I thought all hell was going to be. He was, if he was with a group of people, it would have been a melee, but he was by himself, and uh, he just left. He just left. But then walking through, after you won, walking through the shit with Kurt, Kurt was oh fucking a madman, bro. Dude, I bet. A madman. So talking f- shit to everybody. Dude, it's so funny, like, even just, like, talking about, like, that atmosphere and what that looks like, because I was at, I mean, where do you go to watch a Frankie fight in Seaside Heights? Yeah. You go to JR. So yeah, right? yes, so, yeah. So, like, exactly. So, the night you fought the Brazilian... Uh, the same night Weidman beat Oliver, someone. Oliver, right? Yeah. So, yes. so you were the card right before that. Yeah, like you, yeah, you, you fought. Yeah, yeah. So I was. So as like Frankie's fight got going, like I think I was actually with Delafab. Actually, we're yeah. hanging out JRs or whatever, and uh, a bunch of Brazilians walked off the boardwalk to go watch the fight, yeah. like to go watch like you know Frankie fight this guy, and uh, I I was they, and they, they got like really rowdy in a bar that they shouldn't have got really rowdy. Right, in, you right. know what I mean? Because that's that's Frankie. If you know. If you right. know JRs and like yeah, yeah. the relationship, listen, like you can't like, not know. There's a huge picture of him on the yeah, fucking exactly, <laughs> exactly. But you're literally yeah. walking into right. the area where it's Frankie Edgar territory. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I felt it. I've honestly, I got like, 
I felt I was a little disrespectful. Yeah. So I'm wearing my mouth, always Brazilian. So yeah. my wife's like, yeah, I'll take it easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm bigger, I'm bigger than all these fucking guys, yeah, so I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just like running my mouth to him. Now Frankie beats him. In the bar, that's where size does oh, matter. No, no, doubt, no, <laughs> doubt, no doubt. And Frankie, and Frankie beats him. So now I'm like, oh, what yeah, the fuck? And, but I forgot. That Weidman Sylvia was like the final. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So and Weidman was a major underdog. Big, in that huge fight. underdog. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I was, so I forgot, and they're all sick around for this fight, and I go, oh shit. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Because yeah, like, because yeah, yeah. like that's when like they're gonna like, you know what I mean? Go in, and then when and when Weidman upsets him, yeah, bro, yeah. I look back, and they were all the fuck yeah, out yeah, of yeah. yeah. They were all way at it. They Same were, exact were, scenario happened with your last BJ Penn fight. You fought him three times. Your very last fight, yeah. I think. One guy and his wife or girlfriend was in there with the R. What is it? What is it? Ruka, BJ, Ruka, the yeah. Ruka shirt on, cheering BJ Penn on. One dude and his wife. Everybody else in there was a Frankie Edgar fan, and it was a hostile environment for him for sure. Dude. Nobody did anything to him physically, but they're like, "Bro, get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? This is Frankie Edgar territory. Dude, that's great, man. Yeah, that's great. I love like that hostile. Honestly, I, I don't know how you feel, Frankie, like fighting in that, but like I, I love that like hostile territory. To me, that sports like walking into that and like right. being a part of that and just kind of thriving in that kind of environment. I remember that like as a player, uh, you know, playing at Rutgers, like West Virginia was like a very tough place. This, to this play. would separate you from common men though, because most common people, men, women, whatever can't do that they cannot walk into a hostile environment like that and feel comfortable and get the job done most yep. people can't do that they just want out of there they just want to get out of that environment you're right, you're right. it's yeah. fight or flight you yeah, know what i mean and, sure. and and you guys are fight guys and most people most people are flight people they, they yeah. don't want to be that's a completely unknown realm to them it's an uncomfortable setting they don't want to be in there. And this guy's been in there for 13 years, 15 years probably, counting your amateur career. No doubt. Yeah. And, and, and to me, it's like, funny, though. I go take a motorcycle ride for him, and he's like, dude, I'm nervous. Yo, I saw you guys. I'm like, you guys this fucking guy is a ass. killer, stone cold killer, but he's nervous. Is that your Yo. bike? Is that your <laughs> yeah, bike? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He won it. Yeah. So, Roger yeah. and Jesse, you were out, you yeah. out on that ride, too. Yeah. Yeah. You won it, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. You won the bike. Yeah. I won it for when I did the fighter show. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How about that? It's still bike. You know, I honestly have like 350 miles on it. So, you've had it for five years. Yeah, still solid, though. Oh, that's awesome. I felt rusty. And he's like, bro, I feel so. I'm like, bro, I ride so much more than you. What kind of bike do you have, Jesse? Jesse ran into it. Listen, we're not calling anybody out, but Jesse ran into a crosswalk sign. We're not. I, have a, I just it's bought my rough. first Harley ever. I always <laughs> rode, uh, quote unquote, crotch rockets. A variety of my last bike was a KTM RC8R. It's like a total performance, you know, track bike. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I rode that for about four years, sold it, and I just bought my first Harley Bagger. I bought a Road Glide, 2018 Road Glide, and wow, um, nice. transition is a little tough. It's not what I'm used to. It's not yeah, a performance yeah. machine. But I, I wanted comfortability over speed. Yeah, and for sure. I was going to kill myself, man. I'm four, I got two kids now. You know what I mean? And yeah, I, I, no doubt. I, I, um, if I was talented at anything, it would probably be motorcycle riding. I have a, a pretty deep history with, with riding bikes. And I, you know, if the machine does it, I want to push it and see what it can do. You, I really don't have much performance out of this Harley. It's not going to do a whole lot. So I don't really push the limits of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. and It's scary, though. It really is, dude. That, that's why my my brother's got a motor, the one yeah. with all the tattoos. He's got a, he's got a motorcycle. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I do love it. I, I think every man should know how to ride a motorcycle. You killed it, though, bro. I never have. I, I would love to try. Yeah, yeah. I want to get like one of those like old school like Indians. Indian makes like, some great bikes, man. Yeah, they yeah, really yeah, do. Yeah, like yeah. that old, like traditional, like old school type. Like yeah. I would love to try that. Yeah, hey, I don't know how much longer we have on the mics. One fifty two was. I don't know. 
The yeah. four at one fifty two. We're past yeah, our right, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we'll wrap it up here. I guess. Yep. Hey, Kev, thanks for having on, man. Coming on, man. It was it was a pleasure. Good time talking. We'll do it again, dude. I was gonna say this flowed so well, yeah, Kev. You were such a great guest, man. I love. Most guests don't do what you do. Most guests don't flip it around oh, us yeah. and ask. Oh, and yeah. I, I like that you did that. You can clearly tell you've got a little experience in this. We'd love to have you back on, brother. Yeah. You're welcome on the Champ and the Tramp podcast on our couch anytime you want, my man. Absolutely. So thank you for coming on, brother. Roger, thank you. Frankie, yes. thank you, man. It means a lot to me. That's to, to, to peanut, peanut butter whiskey. Is yes, peanut, peanut butter whiskey time. Also sponsored by Kalo. Awesome. Thank Kalo. 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 Yes. Big shout out to Kalo. Absolutely. Hemp infused seltzer. But no, no, I appreciate coming on, man. I appreciate the conversation and what you guys are doing with the podcast. Yes, it's awesome. And awesome. You guys have an awesome trajectory. And uh, yeah, dude, fired up to be here, man. Our, our motto is keep showing up, man. And we, listen, if it never built a following, I enjoy, as much as we insult each other, I enjoy hanging out with this kid. And, uh, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff, fatherhood. You know, we get to relate on that. We get to talk about current events. We get to have some great guests on. So if this never goes anywhere, we've said it a million times, we're going to keep doing it. So dude, we, no we enjoy it. No doubt. You know? And I'm lucky to know Frankie the way I do yep. and to work with him professionally. It's a, such an awesome blessing. And uh, Roger, awesome to meet you through yeah. Frankie and Absolutely. also Jesse. Like, it's awesome to be here, man. Yeah. And, nah, thanks so much, man. It was awesome. Kev, appreciate you coming on, brother. Cheers thanks, Roger. Trip. Out.